Blog Talk Radio. We've got so much to say, so just listen here to what we have to say. Just open your ears. Hey everybody, long time no here. Welcome again to the Everything Full Fledged Show. Uh, we are live, so let me just read the description for you. Well, you probably already read it, but uh, how's everybody? 
Um, that's Layla, too. Oh, hello. Huh? Hello. Huh? It's Layla. You know, you have heard me before a while back on the full-fledged show. Uh-huh. You know, coming in for a bit. So, tonight we're going to have Dave on. Um, and uh, he told me to do uh, some homework uh, that I didn't do. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hi. How you doing? <clears throat> How are you, Dave? Dave, Mr. Dave Eager. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Oh, that's good. That's good. I told you. I told you what oh. was going on. So. Yes, you did. Um. You know, I have to have it on speakerphone, because uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, having a phone through your ears for so long. You know, it's like ah, it heats the brain or whatever. You know. <laughs> But uh, I hope you're okay uh, from yeah the thing that you were going through and all that, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just getting attacked by witches, so that happened yesterday too. Um. So, speaking of witches, um, is is there such thing as uh you know good magic and bad magic? Okay, um, the problem is. From a Christian In this society, we don't have authoritative definitions, and we actually don't have any authorities, okay? So the word magic is so unbelievably broad that you have to define what the heck you're talking about because magic could be uh, parlor magic, which has nothing to do with the occult. It has to do with little... Um, I used to be a parlor magician when I was a kid. I wasn't practicing the occult, Okay, so you have to define what uh-huh. you mean by magic. And that would be good yeah, magic. If, see, if you if you don't want to define your terms, then guess what? That's good magic. You can't prove that's evil. I used to order these tricks. They all cost money, you know, for this little novelty catalog. Was I practicing evil? Uh-huh. So, see, we haven't defined the word magic yet. So, are you going to call that evil? I'm not going to. So that that would be good magic, but nobody ever calls it that, do they? Because they're always thinking oh. about the occult. <clears throat> I guess we have to define the word occult as well, right? Well, uh, that has the same problem mm. as the word mysticism uh, and magic. Uh, the, the, the outer parameters have never been uh, historically defined definitively. And the reason is because they don't want to. That's why you'll never hear the word Gnostic or Jew properly defined on television ever by anybody. I've never seen it because they don't want those words um, are designed to create confusion, and that's why they don't define them. Well, you, you hear Jew a lot, you know, Palestine's first to Jews and all that. Yeah, but you know? Jew, can mean, Jew can mean at least three things, uh-huh. and they never uh, define what they're talking about. Hmm. And that will tell you when you watch these, uh, they, they refer to these people as scholars on the History Channel. They never define the word, so they're either in on it, or they are um, ill-informed as well. Well, there's so much stuff going on in the world, uh, let alone America. Uh, It's just, uh, I just uh, have such a high curiosity for um, wanting to to know what's going on. Uh, Why is it that there are a lot that just, I don't know, don't want to know what's going on. 
they just want to, um, you know, watch Netflix or play their video games, or I don't know, you know. I just I find it that it's, I think it's important to to, to um want to know what's going on. But you know what? I don't think that you can get the truth from the news. Because did, did you know that? Well, we've already gone over this on the show before that the word, uh, uh, the English language was uh, weaponized by the. Uh, um, so the English language was it? is a weaponized uh-huh. language created by Illuminati, but it's actually a punishment from God against his own people, and you'll never hear anybody talk about that. Let's stop and think about it. If you, you've got to be consistent. If you're going to come out and think conspiratorially and you're going to admit that this is a weaponized language, how can you say it's not a punishment from God? God just allowed it. He didn't do anything to cause it. And hundreds of years have gone by, 500 years, but God has nothing to do with it. This is the way Christians think, who are actually beginning to think. They're actually starting to question things and peer into you know, dark matters. And this is their conclusion, but they don't factor God into anything. Well, that's what I'm doing. If back in Israel's day, whenever you had a major problem that didn't go away, it was always God, the hand of God, every single time. Because before, God's protecting you. So why isn't he protecting us now? Because there's something wrong. But Israel, uh, Christians have the same problem as Israelites. They assume they're doing well, and God would never do such a thing. But they were wrong every single time, and so are we. Well, I, I was, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm I think that... About, the... I'm talking about... I'm, Channing, I'm talking about assuming that we have the favor with God. If we have the favor with God, we're not going to be, be sprayed by chemtrails. And Christians haven't figured this out yet, so we're still waiting. That makes sense. Um, I mean, evil is... It, it's so self-evident nowadays. I mean, it's funny when people say there's no such thing as evil or you know, good or bad. Anything like that? Let, let me let me just uh, reemphasize that in a modern context. Uh, again, Christians that are peering into uh, conspiracies, okay, they're acknowledging that Christians are getting uh, sprayed by chemtrails just like everybody else, okay? But they still assume mm-hmm. that they have the favor of God. No, if you're getting sprayed by chemtrails, there's a problem. You don't have the favor of God because he's not protecting you. He's not protecting any Christians. Can you think of mm-hmm. any Christians that God's protecting from chemtrails? And there's a problem. See, it's not, you know... An individual thing, it's a corporate thing. We're all in the same boat. So what is the problem here? But no one ever addresses it. They haven't got that for you. It, well, since you're mentioning the fact that we're being sprayed by chemical trails, um, you know, I had thought that, you know, I was, I was also going to say, well, you can't trust the news because news was another uh, Nazi Nazi uh, term that was used in Germany brought over here. That that word. Did you know that? Or am I wrong? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I, I seem to remember that, but I'm not sure. I, I can't even say it's true. So. Yeah, well, I uh, need to double check on that one, but I think it's true. I know the word anyway, yeah, the, news, it means something esoteric, but go ahead. The chemtrails. Um, there's reports out there, uh, articles and such that uh, say that NASA admit that they're spraying lithium yep. on us. Yeah, they just did that recently. 
Um, and that's not a good. That's not a good thing. Everyone's going to think that's a good thing. No. Uh, when they start revealing all these things uh, that they weren't before, and they start doing it suddenly, that means that uh, we're on the verge of collapse. Because um, when things collapse, all these truths that they reveal right before that, they're not going to matter anymore because everyone's going to be in a confused state. All they're going to care about is personal survival. So before the collapse comes, expect a data dump, and we're starting to see that right now. The problem is we can't measure the data dump until after the collapse, and we'll point back and go, oh, that's what they were doing. That's why they told us all that truth. But see, people always assume that we're moving on to victory, just like Alex Jones says. We're taking it back by storm, you know. And uh, all the good things are going to happen. No. Uh, the reason bad things are going to happen is because we're, we don't have the favor of God. This is like we're, 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 we're like blind fools marching off into battle without God's favor. And every time the Israelites got destroyed, that's what we – all these Christian patriots out there that think they're going to take this country back, they're in a big surprise because God's not on their side. God's going to teach them a lesson. The reason that our economy is going down in the first place is because that's God doing that. You know, it's like you, you don't hear Christians talk about God. I'm talking about the conspiratorial Christians. They never factor in God. The reason our economy is going to go down, you know, it says in the Scripture that judgment begins with the house of, <clears throat> of God. God's going to use that to wake his people up. Right now they're in a manufactured stupor. I don't think he, it's he every church be, in America nowadays that's cheap. Well, it, I don't think it it's every church in America nowadays that's. I don't There's think it's every church in America nowadays that's that's, that's teaching the the Joel East Osteen uh, happy well, door these speeches. Yeah, but they have all um, kinds of different categorical error. This error, that error, all these compete. Christianity, Christians are blind to this. It's the most divisive religion in the history of the world. Now, the re- that doesn't make any sense to a Christian. That's because they're not thinking conspiratorially. The reason it is is because it's the target of propaganda. Have they figured this out yet? If you're the target of propaganda, you're going to have massive confusion unless God intervenes and corrects all that. But if God's spraying us from, from the sky with chemtrails, then don't expect him to correct all the doctrinal error and confusion. Most of it comes from the Illuminati anyway. It's theological propaganda. That's where it came from in the first place. And we believe it. It's a big cornucopia, a banquet. And we say, I like a little this. I'll have a little that. Yeah. It's from the same usual suspects. But they never figured out either because they don't think that God would allow that to happen. So, Well, the living word, the scriptures, uh, tells us to be in the world but be not of the world, um, especially, I mean, in these times. Uh, says well, that, that was speaking. speaking from a first century perspective. This generation is the most wicked generation in the history of the world uh christians cannot even live up to a first century standard of holiness in fact show me somebody that is show me somebody not even myself, i don't see anybody yeah. i don't see anybody not so good. uh if we're if we're held to a first century standard uh then we're all going to go to hell according to the bible um well there's different views on hell uh well, that, that's a different people. subject, but uh, if you want to talk about hell and uh, you look at television, the only thing you'll ever see is the doctrine of eternal hell. That should raise suspicions about that doctrine because um, they will not allow the other two positions. Uh, they don't want you to know about them. Now, what is that telling you if you're thinking conspiratorially at all? One of those positions must be the truth that they never allow you to hear. They want to attack the nature of God and convince everyone that God's going to punish the wicked, namely you, for all eternity, because he hates you. 
Yeah, see, this is what I like about you is uh, you, you're able to um, do what few can, can do, uh, what, sh- what most should be doing. Uh, and it makes logical sense that, well, if, if it's all one-way street and everybody's thinking like this, why isn't, why isn't it some, you know, why is it being uh, said like this? Uh, it, I don't know how to explain myself. You why know? is it that Christians have the same view of hell as the History Channel? Why is that? And why is it that they never mm-hmm. allow the other two views on television ever? I'm not an annihilationist, okay? I'm not, I don't uh, believe like Seventh-day Adventists or Jehovah's Witnesses. There's a middle position that hell is real and it lasts for a very long time, but it's not eternal. You ever hear anybody talk about that? No. Well, that's what we well, call the middle I, I got the, undiscussed position, okay? I got the basic uh, instinct and understanding that we're supposed to look at the origin of of the uh, the words that are spoken in in the scripture. And, and the reason why I mention scripture so much, uh, you know, I'm I'm so. Um, uh, I guess uh, you know I shouldn't be like that Symp- sympathetic when it comes to others that don't get into the scriptures and stuff. But the reason why I, I get it in, and talk about the scriptures all the time is because it's the living word. It doesn't it say that the the word became flesh. A lot of times uh, when it talks about the Word of God, um, Christians assume it's talking about the Bible. Go back and look at those texts and rethink them. Sometimes it's talking about the direct Word of God, and it has nothing to do with a text. Christians are very, uh, Protestant Christians are very bibliocentric. They're focused on the text, and uh, the biblical religion is not focused on the text. Does that surprise you? It should. There's a psychological operation from the Illuminati to get you to either one extreme, disregard the Bible for various reasons, and the other extreme is to focus narrowly on the Bible and believe that everything is in the Bible somehow. You ever meet those kind of people? That's called Um. being bibliocentric. Bibliocentric, okay? The biblical faith is not based on Scripture. What is it based on? Can you tell me? So you think that there are questions that the Bible can't answer? No, I'm talking about what is the biblical faith centered around. It's not centered around the text. It's centered around God. Illuminati wants you to get focused on the Bible and turn it into an idol and that it replaces God. So that you focus more on the Bible than you focus on God. Have you ever met these people before? They're called Calvinists. Huh. That's their problem. Yeah. Always peering into the word, okay? And they do the little rudimentary prayer, and then the rest of the time they focus on the Bible. <clears throat> it, you're supposed I've to seen... focus on a rela- – just a second. You're supposed to focus on a relationship and not a physical text. Right. And this – and you know, when, that, when I first said that, that sounded strange to a lot of people. That's because they've got embedded programming. Yeah, that's why it doesn't sound right. Relationship, but now it does. Right. Isn't it true that you're supposed to focus on God more than anything else? Of course. Supposed, supposed to be a relationship. Then why are we focusing yeah. on the Bible more than God? You see, we got psyoped, and we never even realized it. I'm talking about, there's not a whole lot of these people around, by the way. Most people don't focus on the Bible. They focus on uh, technology, and they say, oh, I'm a Christian. And they are, hmm. but they're misdirected. They're distracted. 
with Facebook or YouTube. I was going to ask you about the the, the term. Um, who invented the term sheeple? Because I've used that a lot in the show, and I don't feel like it's it's safe for me to use it anymore, considering the fact that it says that his sheep hear his voice. You know, you know. The, well, you could uh, posit the theory that some of these terms are not created by Illuminati think tank, but you can't actually prove it. You can't uh, prove it or disprove it anyway because we don't have absolute knowledge. But uh, we live in a system of control, and uh, the only terms that get circulated broadly are terms that they approve of. Okay, So you could hypothesize that there's a term that emerged um, you know, from the riffraff, and uh, the reason it's promoted is because they say, well, we actually like that term. You know what I mean? So they will promote uh-huh. it because it's, they're going to use it against us. But as a general rule, we don't originate any of these things. Oh. And uh, they, they can't be promoted broadly unless they, they like them. Because we, we don't have any power. I've told you this before. If we had power, then we would be able to bring about change in society. We haven't done anything. Christians are failing across the board. They haven't done anything significant at all. They've completely failed the political system. That's because they never had any power in the first place. That was just a mirage to make you believe that we were accomplishing something. Now it's obvious to all, except for people that are delusional, Republicans, that um, it's it's over and there's no hope. Unless you think that we're going to get the power back, that's not going to happen either. The only thing that's going to save us is a supernatural act of God. We're actually in captivity right now. It's a historical type of what the condition of the Israelites in Egypt, and we have to be supernaturally delivered from this prison. It's a different type of prison. It's a covert prison. The the uh, the Israelites knew they were in captivity, obviously. We don't. We're entrapped in this society, and there's a covert war. There's a quiet war that Christians know nothing about. It, it, the focus is right on them. They, they know nothing. What do they know? Well, I, you know, by the, by the we're way, not supposed to give power to the enemy. I'm not talking about that, okay? You're talking about something completely different. That's uh-huh. You're talking about the devil, okay? How can this quiet war be all-encompassing? For instance, everything in your home is toxic, weaponized, right? and we know nothing about it. Well, I could, I'll tell you why. Because God's not shown anybody, so let's go on to the next thing. Why isn't he shown anybody? Cause, because we're under a corporate judgment. A corporate judgment is something that, that's all-encompassing. We're all under it. It's an umbrella. It doesn't matter if you're a good Christian, bad Christian. We're all – okay, let's, let's take an example of a corporate judgment. Genesis 3.15. Christians refuse to acknowledge that um, they're under a curse. Genesis 3 curse because they're aging. And unless they, uh, they, you know, you're going to get raptured in the by and by, okay, it's going to culminate in death which is what would have happened to Jesus, too, because he was aging. We refused to acknowledge that he was under a Genesis 3 curse. If he wasn't under a Genesis 3 curse, he wouldn't have been aging. Oh, okay? oh, 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 oh. So you're speaking of aging and health and stuff. Uh, I, I don't know if this is true, but um, there there seems to be claim for it that uh, people that have uh, a strong belief system um, tend to live longer. Well, yes. If you sit around and think negative thoughts all day, what's going to happen to your nervous system? And then what, what's going to, how is that going to affect your lifespan? Mm-hmm. You can sit around and be a Buddhist and think uh, uplifting thoughts and live longer. 
possibly than a Christian, because Christians, as a general rule, don't do anything significant for their health. Uh, they're the fat people that, that, that wander through Walmart. So there's something well, wrong. How do you explain the, the, the go-to-the-gym moms, uh, the soccer mom Christians and all that, you know? Uh, you explain it the same way as you, you have yoga classes for Christians. So some people are uh, figuring a few things out, making an effort. Most of them are not. I heard that yoga was evil. Like, no. Basically, um, Christians are weak-willed. Uh, I don't really know any truly holy Christians. And when they suppress one thing, like these old habits of drinking, smoking, uh, doing drugs, uh, doing too much of this, too much of that, then what they do when they suppress these vices is they simply eat more. Hmm. Stop to think about it. Because the Christians are some of the most overweight people you will ever see anywhere. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to check, check into mm-hmm. that. Walk, go to visit a church sometime. Huh. The, um, well, I mean, it was already established, the fact that the Illuminati uh, is self-evident that it does exist. Uh, uh, probably uh, lives under the ground or something like that, you know? Um, and uh, so they 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 study they study humans on a daily basis, or do they already got it? Uh, uh, they already um, they know that we're followers, right? Uh, scientifically speaking, uh, unless God hides something from them, they know everything there is to know about us, except for that we're still in a in a state of flux, and uh, there are new patterns that are emerging, and they're they're watching all that very carefully because they're they're social engineers. So how do you explain the the some people that are are actual leaders, and uh, you know they they get um taken out or whatever, providing they're not a you know Illuminati agent to begin with or whatever you know, and they get taken out uh, the, eventually maybe. The the answer for every question uh, is the word God, even though that's a corrupted. Uh, term that comes from uh, you know medieval German paganism. There you go again. See, our word God is from who? Them. Okay. But the reason one man lives and another dies is because of God. It was always this way. So one person has protection of God. He may not have the favor of God. God is keeping David Icke alive. Whether he's an agent or whether he isn't, doesn't matter. Because people wonder, well, David Icke is revealing all this truth. How come he's still alive? That's the same for every person. God's protecting him. Next question. You know what I mean? This is not hard. Back to the Bible. As for as for uh, prote- pro- uh, David Icke being protected, and now um, now there's rumor out there that uh, Mr. Trump is being protected, and he. I just watched a video of him. Um, uh, being uh, given a gift uh, from a black uh, pastor uh, in Detroit, I think it was, uh, uh, with an anointed uh, Jewish scarf? The only people that he visits, those big mega churches, those are people that are in on it too. So that's one way to tell who is one of the insiders. Every, go, look at every church that he ever visits. See, the hmm. people are so simple now that it doesn't matter whether you're looking or, or not looking. They're not even trying to hide. Um, they do it right in front of your face because it's, it's too late. It doesn't matter if you figure anything out. We have to figure things out. We have to. It's essential that we figure things out, or else if we don't, we will wind up becoming disappointed like hope and change. Well, Just why I feel like the, scripture, the, the scriptural verse, you know, ye prisoners of hope, I think it was Zechariah. 
think you the Bible have correlation. Says test, all, test all things and hold fast to what is true. And, and the Greek verb tense is a command. Yeah. So you're required. But, so you know you got to remember now. There's you can't test everything. It says test all things. Can you do that? No. In other words, what it means: do your best. Do what you can and do. You know, they, they, Channing, we have this huge it, data mm-hmm. dump. We have this huge data dump every day. Can you test everything? No. Hmm. It's impossible. So. I forgot to mention uh, when we first started. Um, I slip up um, as I'm aging. And <laughs> uh, you you gave me a homework assignment to write down a couple things, and um, I didn't do it. Now, is there a conspiracy against uh, you know stopping uh, people from writing or people? That, I, you know, I don't see anybody writing anymore. And I'm I'm well, that doesn't go for those that do write. I'm sure there's still a lot of people that do write out there. But they got softwares now um, that is doing away work uh, for for writers. You know, you know, people that get paid to, you know, write articles for for people and stuff like that. They got software where you don't need to pay like a spell checker person, spell checker writer. You know, they, they just the software just does does it for you. It fixes all your grammar for you. You know, and I just, so that, I just uh, mm-hmm. I just read about an app today. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that corrects all your spelling and. Uh, you know, I got a, mm-hmm. I got supposedly the best uh, smartphone out there today. They, they, it's supposed to be better than iPhone, and it screws uh-huh. up my spelling. I, I assume that it didn't mess with my spelling, and I send the text off, and I look at it, and I go, oh, jeez. It thinks it's smarter than me, and it's a dumb phone. Huh. Unless somebody's playing with me, that's a possibility too. But you have to watch out for that kind of stuff. Um, now, the, the, the smartphone, that was the first thing that came on the scene for the word smart when it came to devices, right? Now you, I don't now know you look that. up smart smart this, smart that. It, well, it's, it goes on for like at least 100. We're all, they're trying to convince us that we're all getting smarter, and they're also trying to convince us that everybody in past history, like medieval man, was less intelligent. The actually the exact opposite is true. All you have to know is one simple truth, devolution. And if you understand a devolution, the most basic principles, everything is devolving, including the home, human brain. So how are you supposed to become more intelligent? Well, people are psyoped in believing that we have all this information, all this technology, well, of course. But, see, we have this huge data dump, and nobody's even qualified to sift through it all, and most of it is false information. That's what you don't hear. So that's why we're not becoming more intelligent. Our brains are biologically devolving. Because of industrial sludge, and Christians are not doing anything significant about it. If you want to do something significant about it, save some money and fast. Because every day that you fast, you'll actually make some money. You want to spend it on food. Huh. That's not going to work very well for people that are scrawny. <laughs> uh, every, people, all, you know. all, all beings are designed to fast, including, including plants. You have to trust God. Actually, the uh, the cure for all things is fasting, and I, I, I say that as somebody who's researched and practiced that a lot. It doesn't matter whether you're overweight or underweight. There's books about this. The cure for that imbalance is to stop eating because the cure for everything is to stop eating because then the body can do what it wants to do. The body recognizes the problem and actually has a desire, if you want to call it, to correct it, but it can't do it 
because um, it doesn't have the energy. So as soon as you stop eating, then you give this – you're spending probably 60% of your daily energy to digest food. I'm just saying it because it varies from person to person. It shouldn't be that high because the reason it's so high because we're so eating plasticized food. It's hard to digest, okay? So over oh, yeah, 60% Subway of your will. energy – yeah. 60% of your energy is just to digest food. So what's going to happen if you, if you stop eating? Well, you have 60% more energy to actually heal your body and your mind. Can we, is that going to inspire anybody? No. You can't seem to inspire Christians at all today. The only thing that inspires them is the media. They get inspired every night to, uh, to obsess over it, and that's mind control programming. So they're obviously in some kind of a manufactured trance. And that was another pagan deity of Rome, uh, Media, believe it or not. That's true. Yep. And that's the goddess that we talk about. So, same old yep. usual suspects. <clears throat> so, the, Christi- the Christians oh. don't know about. They don't talk about a goddess, you know. They, they want to talk about the Jezebel spirit on Facebook. There's no such thing as a Jezebel spirit. It was manufactured by Illuminati think tank to confuse people. You won't find it in the Bible anywhere. So where did it come from? These are the same people that will talk about the Jezebel spirit. No, there's spirit, a lady they named refu- Jezebel Just in the a scripture. Second. They, re- they refuse to acknowledge the existence of a feminine being. The closest they'll say it's a demon. They, they can't even do that most of them because they don't even think there's female demons. So they have no point of reference whatsoever. And the reason they don't have a point of reference is because their minds have been blocked. It's that simple. To cover something up. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the one that blocked um, their mind is God. God gave the Illuminati permission to block their minds. And that's why they can't hear what I'm saying. That's why you'll have people chuckling in the background and going, no, no, no. No, that's all wrong. Uh, he's a hater. He's uh, attacking Christianity. He's got a big ego. They got a whole thing, number of things they roll out there. They're stuck in the emotional realm. Okay. You, you know the most interesting thing I right think there. we've ever talked about uh, on the show is the fact that there is no such thing as satellites. <laughs> That's, I don't. I've never thought that was an important subject. You can't prove anything either way. Uh, you can use. I've logic. never seen one fall from the sky. Out of the millions that are up there. It, there's only one story that. online, or maybe two, of one that they drop I, out of an airplane. <laughs> I just want to tell you, Channing, I, I'm absolutely convinced that the, uh, the simplistic view that there's no satellites up there is actually Illuminati propaganda. Okay. What? So. Well, first of all, it's impossible well, to prove. Well, you, you so know it, what? You, you know, you, okay, let's just go with this, so, so that way I don't hurt myself here. How about when they said that they were putting satellites up, when they said they were in, what was it, 1950-something or 60-something or whatever? How about really, they really weren't putting up what they showed us to appear to be satellites? Those weren't going up there. For all we know, we don't Wait. know what was going up there. That's right. But it, it, it doesn't matter because we have – we have no way of knowing with any kind of certainty what's up there. Just like we have no but, kind of but, certainty what, what they're doing in Antarctica. We don't, we don't know. But they do have, the, the, the governments do have, um, what do you call it, hover technology. This, the, the same thing that makes the, the UFOs fly? 
so that can yeah. be the, satellites can very well exist right now. As for them being in space, that's a whole other story. I say they're way up high if they still are up there, or whatever. But you know, yeah, um, that's that's a whole other story. People laugh and chuckle. No such thing as space. So okay, let me ask you the ultimate question that we ask ourselves when we're a child: Where do we? Why is the sky blue? That's not the ultimate question. We don't know why the sky oh. is blue. I'll tell you that right now. Does it tell you uh-huh. in the Bible? Okay. It doesn't tell you in the Bible. So who's the authority that we can go to to tell us why? There is nobody. So there you go. Well, well, I well don't Dave, know there, there says that there's, there's, a, there's a water above us. Well, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you. It probably has to do with the fact that we're living in, uh, in a, a cosmic ocean that no one wants to talk about. That probably is what it has to do with, but I can't prove it, okay? The Christians don't believe in that because they don't believe – they don't have an ancient mindset. All these biblical I mean, it's heroes – just a mm-hmm. second, Channing. All these biblical heroes, they all believe the same thing, that the earth was surrounded by a massive cosmic sea. And the reason we know this is because as far as we know, unless everything is a medieval forgery – this is what everybody believed because we can. This is all the ancient cosmologies had a cosmic sea. Okay, so today, Christians who think they're really smart and they believe that the Earth is flat, and obviously I don't believe it's a sphere. All they're doing is is deconstructing modern geocentric models and 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 disproving heliocentric models. They're not examining. The ancient cosmologies, if they did, then there would be somebody talking about whether this cosmic sea exists or whether it doesn't. Look at any ancient model and it has a cosmic sea. Why aren't they talking about this? I have to so be, this be more in favor of the fact that there could very well be a flat earth with mountains and hills on it and stuff like that. I don't want but, to talk about it. But, I mean, earth. I'm just saying there's a, there's a term out there that's been around for a while. Uh, a picture says a thousand words. And like I said before, there's hundreds of pictures out there where the, these islands and such, uh, country, you know, these places, they, they go on for miles, flat. Channy. Channy. I don't want to I'm talk here. about flat earth because there's all kinds of people talking about a flat earth. You never hear anybody talking about a shallow dish model or a shallow mound. So why don't we talk about that instead of talking about the flat earth over and over again, which everybody else talks about. Let's talk about something different. You know what I mean? You know, I you, you, you know it's I'm I'm right there with you. I don't want to continue to talk about topics that other people are talking about. But have you ever done that? Have you ever been guilty Danny, of that? Uh huh. Let me explain what I'm talking about. Can we talk about a slightly concave or slightly convex model? Because this is obviously a manufactured dialectic. So let's not fall into that trap. The dialectics are all over the place, and stupid people fall for them. Can we talk about a different, uh, like a third-party candidate here? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I, that's, that's what I do on my show, and in other shows they don't do it. I've never seen one single show. Maybe I don't listen to enough U-Boob. Um, you, you, yeah, U-Boob is uh, pretty interesting because it's, it, it's basically... You, too. Uh, YouTube is where the action is. We all know uh-huh. that, okay? And YouTube is what people are watching. So we're supposed to hold to this um, bizarre conspiracy theory that the Illuminati doesn't want us to come there. 
Is that what we're supposed to believe? No, they want us to be there. So you need to figure out, why do they want me to be here? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, because there's a tremendous amount of error and confusion there. Now, see if, if you can follow that little process there, if there's something wrong with that line of thinking. No, I know where, where the at. Illuminati want me to be. They want me to watch cable TV. That's why I keep on getting these letters from Time Warner Cable. Like, oh, it's only $30 extra for, you know, premium channels. Why not choose it? You already got the phone. You already got the Internet. Why not get the all-in-one package? No, thank you. Because I've, 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 I've seen what's on TV. You can get, like, what, over 1,000 t- TV channels nowadays? Nothing is good on it. Nothing. It's all, it's all junk. All junk. I mean, the stuff uh, I that, honestly believe. It was that way that in 1952. They used to, it was that way in 1952. Was Nothing's changed. Ah, uh, you, you didn't enjoy you the de- old stuff. If, if, if you, it, it's real simple. If you develop your mind, uh, television will become uh, increasingly boring in proportion to how much you develop your mind, and that's why everybody that I hang out with, nobody watches TV. And most people don't even have one. Hmm. I don't watch it ever. But I watch certain things, you know, propaganda. I, I download it and watch it on my computer, okay? But I don't watch, like, I never watch live TV ever. So they're not going to yeah, tell you me think that get the, programmed. You think the cable sales would be going down? You know? Well, they're going to cover that up too. Uh, when these companies start to slide, they don't tell you about it until things get desperate. And then J.C. Penney uh, will say, we have a problem, because they will not tell you the, the state of that company until it actually is going to hurt them financially if they continue to lie. And then they'll say, oh, if we keep lying, it's going to hurt us financially, and then they'll finally tell you the truth. And this is actually true for everything in this society that doesn't have to do with a well-intentioned Christian or another moral person. They will always lie to you every single time in order to make more money. This, that's why our whole system is a system of lies, because mammon is our God. We don't care about truth. Where's the truth? Where's the wise man? Can you show me one wise man we can go to for the truth? There is nobody. All they gave us is fake politicians. There's no wise man. They took him away. We have no leaders either. God took those away. The wise man. We don't even know what a wise man is. People are so dumbed down, they, they spend their entire life without even thinking, where is the wise man? Or where can I go for wisdom? They don't even get that far. They don't even think at all. Why can't the person in the mirror be the wise man? The person in the mirror? Yeah. No, because that's you. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, why can't someone, you know, be, be the wise man themselves or the wise woman, you know? You know, I, you know. Uh, this society What's your thoughts on women I, preaching? You have to define preaching. Doesn't the word say that the woman isn't supposed to preach? I'm not going against the word. I'm just asking the question. No, it, it, it does not say that. Oh. Uh, it, the Bible does oh. not... Uh, it does not have a tight, narrow dif- definition of the word preach. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So, because it doesn't, you could surmise that that could overlap with what we call evangelization. Or uh-huh. teaching or teaching your children. Did you know that the scripture demands that every mature Christian must be a teacher? Did you know that? 
It says, by now, all of you ought to be teachers. You ought to be, but you can't. You can't teach because you're not qualified. Okay, that's one subject. Okay? Now, the Bible also speaks about an office of teacher. And this is what it's talking about in the book of James. and says, let not all of you be teachers. You know why? Because you're going to be held to a higher standard. God's going to judge you. Because you're responsible for other people's condition. Based on what you're teaching, God holds you accountable. Jesus said, unto whom much is given, much will be required. So you're going to have a stricter judgment, okay? Mm. This has absolutely nothing to do with what Paul says, I do not allow a woman to teach. Did you know he said that? Did you know Paul said, I do not allow a woman to teach, right? Uh What's he talking about? He's talking about the office of a teacher and he's talking about authoritative teaching. Now, the reason you, a woman cannot be an authoritative teacher is because she has to be under headship. We don't think about that today in modern Babylonian Christianity because we don't like to talk about in this politically correct culture what it says in 1 Corinthians, that the man is the head of a woman, the woman, just like God is the head of Christ. It has to do with hierarchy. It doesn't change, and it's actually based on creation. That's why it doesn't change. Nothing's changed. Okay? So did, here, did you know that? Reason, now, just, just, Tanny, just a second. This is the reason why a woman cannot be authoritative teacher. Let's say that she's the pastor of a church. Okay? Well, now she has to come home, and what's going to happen now? Now you have to flip roles, and he has to be the head. But, see, when, he, when he's sitting in the pew and his wife is up there behind the pulpit, she has authority over him. And this is why it's wrong. You don't flip-flop roles. They stay the same. And that's why a woman can teach but not hold to the office of a teacher or be an authoritative teacher with authoritative teaching. It's going to influence people's souls and their eternal state. You see that? So people are confused because they, they don't make distinctions between different types of teaching. Right in the Bible, it talks about the older women teaching the younger women. So see, these people yeah. are not even thinking when they say women can't teach. But poke around in the Bible a little bit so you won't be confused. And then come back and talk to me. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. Yeah, there's some women out there that can teach you a thing or two on this, that, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter how Women gifted are, they are. They cannot hold right. the office of a teacher, according to Paul. Now, today people just do what they want to do because they're not under the guidance of apostles. If the apostles were here, they would not allow that. They'd shut it down. And this just shows you we don't have an authority running around. Where's the authority? I don't see anybody. Uh, you, 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 heard the, you heard the old, uh, the old phrase that, you know, the eyes are the, the windows to the soul or whatever. Well, I mean, I, I put this... Ugh. This uh, nasty picture of that's, David that's Rockefeller on my Facebook wall. And uh, he's saying, we started and funded the women's movement so we could tax both sexes. That way we could put women to work and take their children to control. And it was mostly lesbians that stood up uh, for, you know, women get back into work and stuff. Not that I have anything against, you know, women going to work. Not not at all. But I'm just saying there was there, the women in that time where they were getting paid really good uh Okay. From well, their now, husband's work every every Christian should have something against women going to work, just like every Christian should have something about their children being taught and given over, handed over to the secular state. 
ask yourself this question. Is there any evidence in Scripture that anybody uh, that was a follower of God took their children and gave them to the pagans uh, for how many hours a day? You see that in the Bible, anyone? Do you see in the Bible where women leave the family and going off to try to earn more income and abandon their children every day? Uh, and ask yourself this question, who is raising the children? Do you see this kind of family in the Bible anywhere? But you ask these people, uh, well, what is your uh, belief based on? Well, my belief is based on the Bible. Well, practice some of it. Impress me. Okay. So, so I have a person that asked a comment under a post on my Facebook, and he said, how do flat earthers explain cor- correlous force? Well, you're talking you about flat earth again. Yeah, I've heard oh. of it. You'd have to define it for me. Correlous force. See, the person that asked the question, he's, he's trusting in science. They manufacture all these things, okay, in the first place. He's trusting that this is something valid, and now we're going to use something valid in order to refute the uh, flat earth movement. Well, how do you know that's valid? Most science – see, science is not different than the rest of the propaganda, which is everywhere. Guess what? That's propaganda too, but obviously not all of it, but most of it. Is he thinking along these okay. lines? No, he's assuming that this is correct. So we're going to use this so to prove co- the flat earth is wrong. No. So, so uh, he, when he's asking how the flat earth is, uh, you know, explain chorus is correlous Are you talking about the corolla effect? Correlous effect, yeah, correlous effect. You have to define it. it. You have says, to define it. It says an, an effect whereby a mass-moving and rotating system experiences a force the coreless force acting per perpendicular to the direction of the motion and the axis of rotation. <laughs> axis of rotation. You know what that sounds like? It earth. sounds like something from Isaac Newton, which more and more Christians are starting to trust. I'm not saying it's from him, but it sounds like something he'd come up with. It's amazing oh. how many uh, Christians that poke around YouTube trust Isaac Newton. Huh. It's virtually impossible for, for him to be appointed to the head of a scientific society unless he's in on it, too. He's pretending to be a Christian. I just said the other day, they do the same old trick all through history. The evil people pretend to be good people, and that fools over 99% of the rest of the people. And it does all through history. And that's what Satanists do. They pretend to be good people. I'm a good Christian. So you'll swallow the propaganda. And it works almost hmm. every time. Do they call it a certain uh, thing? Like, uh, is 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 it, is it a certain tactic name or something like that? Because we're supposed you, to start. You're not going to be able to d- disprove anything uh, with cosmology with that. Uh, you don't. I don't think you even have certainty about the. If you're talking about the Corollas effect, it's theoretical, just like all the theories about gravity. Can't prove anything. We always assume that we can have absolute certainty, like I've talked about over and over again. Why do you believe this? Because someone wants you to believe it to make the propaganda more effective. The medieval Catholic so Church think pulled that, that stunt. Um, so you, you believe their propaganda. I think that there's more Christians in this nation, though, than there is Satanists. We don't even know what a Christian is. Give me a narrow, tight definition of a Christian. Let me give you an example. A Christian could be someone who is indwelt by the Holy Spirit, but is not practicing 
anything or uh, believing anything uh, particularly uh, that God has not abandoned him yet. Now, um, typically, we don't want to go with that working model. We want to say that a Christian is someone who believes certain things since the, uh, the essentials of Scripture, and he also is practicing certain things. You have to practice and you have to believe certain things. But the problem is, if you don't do that, um, there are people out there, I believe, that are still indwelt uh, by the Holy Spirit, because they're just like Saul. They haven't been abandoned yet, but they could be next week. Okay, so these are two different definitions of Christians. So which, which one is right? Does the Bible authoritatively tell you? I don't think so. One of the problems is, you see, when it uses the word Christian, it's, it's a derogative term in Scripture. You know what I'm have you ever noticed that the, the common thing for for an atheist or non-believer or sanist or whatever, you know, just the person that likes them, just the person in general who likes to mock, uh, you know, people that believe in the Bible, uh, the scriptures, that that they, they they always mention about this fact about, haha, they believe in an invisible man in the sky, you know, and it's like, oh, I had this one guy. Uh, put that at a com- as, a, as a comment. It was a George Carlin quote. Tell them that there's an invisible guy in the sky and they'll, they'll believe it. Tell them that the paint is wet and they'll have to put their finger in the check. It, I mean, and Johnny Johnny uh, put underneath that, yeah, Car- uh, George Carlin was an Illuminati puppet. Well, if you have any uh, knowledge at all, uh, about how the system works, you're going to understand that atheists are some of the most highly programmed people out there because all they've ever done is absorb propaganda efficiently. So turn it around on them, okay? A lot of these guys, they don't believe that Jesus is a historical figure. This is completely absurd. So they're claiming, and they can prove nothing, okay, that the most influential person in the history of the world never existed. It's, but that's not all. Obviously, Jesus has to do with the Bible, Right. But what is the most influential book in the history of the world? Atheist? So, oh, gee, that has to do with Jesus too. Okay, so the most influential book in the world is the Bible. The most influential person in in world history is Jesus. Oh, but he never existed. You're an idiot. That's what you need to do. Uh, And now you want to impress me with your idiocy. No, you're programmed. Um, That's how you do it. Well, um, uh, another thing is uh, some people are happy about the fact that these evil people like Bill Gates want to depopulate the world and stuff like that through vaccines because Bill Gates has even admitted to it that he wants to depopulate people uh, with vaccines. uh, And the crowd laughed at this, uh, shall I say, maybe college uh, congregation that he was at, or whatever, on, on stage. Show, I've said on my show before people, that the people most are happy. Programmed... People are happy about that. Some people, some people say it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm happy with that. But you know what? You first. You first. Ch- Channing, I've said that the most highly programmed people out there, the people that are on full blown mind control, they have a, a a laugh response when confronted with the truth. So it just proves they're highly programmed. They're laughing at their own destruction. They don't, they don't oh, suspect I, anything. They, another thing, too, they love Bill Gates. It doesn't matter what he does. Um, they're programmed to love him, and uh, he could say anything. I'm going to rape your mama, and they'll applaud. Ah, I love Bill Gates. Did you hear what he just said? 
Oh, he's a great man. I just I love my Microsoft technology. He said he's going to rape your mother. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. hear that. He said that. I didn't hear that. My ears must have been blocked. I just love Bill Gates. No, he really he really did say that he could you know do a better job with you know depopulation through vaccines. Right yes, straight in the horse's mouth. Uh, well, as far as we know, because sometimes they'll manufacture statements that nobody said just to make people angry. No, 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 no. That's just not a statement. I, I, I have, I have the audio audio clip. Uh, okay. He, he's he's talking to a, co- a uh, if, college. I'm not, I'm not trying to say it, it never happened. I'm not trying to say it's all fake. But um, they're they need to be eyewitnesses because uh, they do that kind of thing. So I think it's probably true. I didn't say it wasn't, but I'm just saying that sometimes it's fake. Also, this has to do with historical quotes from the past. For instance, you know, Henry Ford supposedly said history is bunk. Well, actually, when you investigate that, the evidence seems to lean in the direction he did not say that. So why do we have this circulating, the conspiracy movement? Well, it's the same old reason, again, isn't it, with the same old usual suspects? Well, maybe they want us to tell us the truth here and there and measure reaction. How deep is your programming? Play the truth here. Three words. What's going to happen? That's what they were doing with Frank Zappa. He's, he's on the payroll, too. But he was speaking the truth. Well, why? Because he had permission, and they told him to do it because he had a handler. This is what they do. They roll the truth out there. And the stupefied masses scratch their head and go, what was that all about? Huh. It's to test your level of programming. How, how deep is the programming? How deep is the stupor? You going to get a reaction here or just move on? Most people, are, they don't even know how to react. They just kind of go, what? That doesn't make sense to me. Why would he say that? I'm speaking the truth. He had permission. You don't get much truth in the society unless the Illuminati gives it to you. Hmm. Uh, actually, a lot of the truth that we get from the Illuminati, it's like God says, go tell them the little truths. Huh? We're basically yep. being um, – um, it's, it's a hands-on operation, and uh, God actually works through the system, and they're running the system. So actually the good things that we have, like health, health food stores, okay, that's a good thing. Uh, God says, I want some health food stores. And uh, it, how does that happen? Through the system, through the Illuminati, because they can prevent health food stores. We're not going to give you any. Well, God says, no, we want a few of them out there. Just so I can say – I gave you some because not very many Christians are going to them. The New Agers and the homosexuals and the witches and uh, the Gnostics, they're hanging out there. I know because I go there, and I don't see many Christians. Okay? Hmm. Uh, Because these are thin people, usually. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, yeah, there's a, the, the fat the fat shaming uh, Illuminati agenda. Fat shaming. Yeah. Always remember. Always remember. Always remember. They work both sides and both extremes. So they're they're mm-hmm. going to they're going to make you fat, and then they're going to make you feel good about it. Feel comfortable. Get with other fat people and uh, gaze at your belly button and. Uh, you know, lower your pulse rate and do some uh, meditation and feel good about yourself. Love yourself. Love your obese body. You're doing well. You don't need to stop eating less. Love yourself. Be good to yourself. Have oh. another pastry. They do that too. 
Um, but then, then don't they also uh, prey on uh, on people that are trying to get out of a situation like that too, with like the the Jen, Jenny Craig type of meals and all that or whatever? It's uh, they 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 prey on everybody. Uh, you'll find that in Ezekiel 34 in, in detail. They're preying on everybody. Uh, if you're an ignorant person, they're going to prey on you. But if you're not ignorant, they're gonna, you're going to you're going to attract some attention, and they're going to focus on you, which is what they've been doing to me for the last couple of days. Well, people that are trying to gain weight and stuff like that to go to the gym and stuff or whatever, they I, I am starting to see organic uh, weight weight um, protein powder. You're, you're talking about. Well, you're, most of the time they're trying to not gain weight, but they're trying to gain muscle. There's a difference. Muscle. A lean muscle. But a few, a minority, uh, and this would be, uh, you know, mostly men, are, uh, young men, by the way, not, not older men, are trying to gain weight. Okay. And like I said uh, before, the way that you gain weight is guess how? Fast. Because there's an internal problem in the body, and the cure for all internal problems is, guess what? Fasting. So it's always the same thing. Now, there's lots of other things you can do besides fasting. I'm just saying if there's ever a cure-all, it's to fast. That's nature's cure, but nature's cure is, guess what? God's cure. And people always used to know this. The plant kingdom knows it. The animals know it. When they get sick, what do they do? They fast, unless they have a, um, a stupefied owner that is force-feeding them. So they don't get to fast. But animals in the wild naturally fast whenever there's a problem. Now, what your dog will do if he gets sick, you notice how they run away from the owner? It's the <laughs> last-ditch attempt to live. Get away from my stupid owner so I can survive. And you go, where'd my dog go? And then he comes back healthy. Wow. Right. And the owner, wow. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to kill them by um, – <clears throat> feeding them all this food because see we've been bamboozled into believing that we need to eat to be healthy and strong and to have full energy no you're just taking a more industrial sludge and that's the problem in the first place besides this stuff isn't real food anyway you got the same thing with um you know pet food as you do with the baby formula they cover all the bases it's not real food So you're, you're well, what about your women that can't – what about – okay, well, yeah, then there's women that can't, you know, breastfeed. By the way, the best thing for your animal is uh, unless you can get them on a vegetarian diet, which people are absolutely adamant about, especially when it comes to a cat. It's a bit complicated with a cat because I believe that they have actually devolved. I didn't say evolved, did I? I said devolve. And you, but you can, you can, you, if you take the time, you can turn your cat into a vegetarian just like you can take any human being that hasn't completely destroyed themselves and bring them to a state where they don't eat food anymore. It's been proven. You can, you be, you can become a breatharian. I mean, it may take you 10 years of adaptation, but the body, is capable of a, a, the body is capable of adapting, and cats can adapt too. They don't have to eat meat. They're not going to die. Oh, I've seen skinny, scrawny cats before, and that's not a good thing. Well, they're sick. Uh, actually, we're all sick, and the reason we're all sick is, guess what? All of nature is sick, and it's a big cover-up, and we're sick too. Everything is – all biological organisms are sick. But people are not thinking that nature is sick. The trees are sick. Everything is sick. You can only drop chemtrails. There's a cumulative effect. They've been doing this since at least 1997. It's frightening to actually see what they've accomplished now because everything is 
See, when we talk about slow kill, this is, this is how to show you that we're not thinking. We always think about humans. Do you ever hear anyone talk about slow kill when it comes to nature? I'm going to assume not. But it's dying a slow death too. This is an attack on everything God's created. And then they want to replace it with Monsanto, where you have to buy a tree and buy a flower. And it will have um, their insignia on it and a copyright. And people would say, well, that will never happen. Don't count on it. Do you think that chemtrails was prophesied? They say it was by the hoppies. Well, hold it. I don't – let me tell you something about those prophecies. Um, We don't have certainty about the origin of them, and I think at least some of that is propaganda. But um, the the thing about the Hopi prophecies, they're kind of like Nostradamus. I'm not saying this for everything, but um, you can't always be certain what they're talking about. People are going to read that into it on YouTube. You know, oh, this is talking about chemtrails and the Hopi prophecy. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's possible. I'm just, you know, getting people to think because people want to see things that they want to see everywhere. That's the human condition. And then go, I figure that out and then go back, you know, move on to something else. Most of these things are a lot more harder for, to figure out than people think. They don't want to think that, believe that it's hard. It is hard because um, they're covering everything up and they're creating massive confusion. And we're getting stupider but not across the board. When I talk about devolution, I'm talking about, you know, humanity or groups of people. That doesn't mean that every human mind is, is, de- is devolving. You can circumvent that by fasting and using nutrition and all kinds of technologies out there that most people haven't heard of. You know, things like uh, sound and light devices and uh, to accelerate brainwave activity. How many people are doing that? I'm talking about a holistic program. You can circumvent um, devolution for one person. You got to work at it. You got to know what you're doing. You got to have some knowledge, you know. And you have to. Did you know that, that, reducible. that you know, you know that the Illuminati is uh, is um, training um, people to kill uh, Americans if they res- uh, don't hand over their their their, their guns or whatever. Well, you just you just said they're training people. It, yeah, it's um, yeah they've been doing that for a long time. What are the people you're talking about? Um, you talking about regular people? Well, you know Hitler had the brown shirt, so yeah, I guess they would be regular people, and then there would be you know other other forces as well. You know, the the oh. whole the whole thing is. Uh, to get their um, Illuminati network in every little inch and crevice, right? Their society? Um, well, there's know. a significant segment of the society is low-level uh, Illuminati bloodline. So if you're just thinking along those lines, well, of course. You would include those people, right? Um, so the Bible says that we are the light of the world, right? Uh, <laughs> in a first century context, anyway, uh, we've gotten uh, considerably darker. It also you says know, we I've are the salt of, of, the, of the world. Okay? Or they were, anyway. 
Now, I've heard that the Illuminati have special technology to register uh, to see if there's someone that has a um, higher sense of awareness uh, and being um, and prayer life, if you will, with their special technology, and they could um, and and they go and they go after these people, and they and they um, sometimes they kidnap them, like a person that can lift things with their mind. They can find that person with some sort of special technology uh, type of satellite thing that they have. They they can see the the bright areas in a city, and we're not talking about electricity in, in certain spots and non-electricity. We're talking about like high amount of neurons in this area and non-high amount of neurons in this area. Like you know, they they I, I just heard that that they have the capability of finding these special people. They have the um, capability of monitoring everything unless God blocks them. There's nothing they can't do. Yeah. Because you got the uh, the, the X Men agenda, um, and you got Captain America. You know that you find out later on in Captain America that Captain America actually works for the enemy. <laughs> oh man, Captain America works for the enemy. I'm I'm serious. What's his name? The enemy guy. Ah, uh, Red Skull. Red Skull? Oh, I hope I get it right. I don't know. But the... It's the Marvel. Yeah, I know what you're Marvel. talking about. We've talked about it on the show, but it, it, it's very complex to try to explain that. I don't think I want to... Those people all represent someone. And that's not going to make any sense to someone who's hearing that for the first time. So... <clears throat> They, they represent uh, actual entities. Cap, Captain America represents somebody. Okay. We've well, talked about this over and over again. Uh, some people say that Captain America is really Puerto Rican because he's got the Puerto Rican flag on. By the way, I can say this. Captain America is actually a good guy, and that's why they portrayed him as um, uh, working with the evil guy because um, huh. from their perspective, Captain America, who is the good guy, is evil. They don't like him, but they make movies about him anyway. Now, that, that's not going to make any sense to a Christian who thinks it's all about the Antichrist. They're glorifying the Antichrist over and over again. Actually, our media is so dumbed down and profane, uh, they don't put their Antichrist in there because it's just a disgrace. They have their own media, and they glorify him there. I don't see the Antichrist in media. I see a lot of Christians on YouTube thinking he's everywhere, though, because that's all they have. Do they talk about a new Elijah that the Illuminati is mocking over and over again? This prophet that Jesus spoke about? Do they talk about that? No, they don't. You ever seen it one time? Show me one time. The Christians don't know there's a prophet coming that Jesus prophesied, right? Do they know that? You can find it on Google. Well, you can find anything on Google somewhere if you search long enough. Everything's on Google, right? So there's somebody out there some of the time. Not always. Uh, the, Google, Google the, the internet. That's like um, that's like fire. It could be used for good or evil, right? Uh, I mean, some people say that you know www equals six six six, and uh, you know I heard that the internet is like the golden calf. It's like um, six 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 is not an evil number. 
All numbers come from God. We've talked about that before. It has to do with intent. Intent, yeah. But I mean, it's not. It's not like you know the numbers. I want to. It's not like I want to. I I, want to want to be what? It's not like the numbers six six five and six six seven belong to God, but the six 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 is the devil's number. God is the one that created the numbers, and it has to do with geometry. The entire creation has to do with geometry, and geometry has to do with mathematics. So God owns all the numbers. Satan is utilizing God's creation. He doesn't create anything, absolutely, out of you know the substance that God created himself. Uh, Satan forms things with what God created, and then twists and perverts them, and that's, that's, it, uh, that's basically the basic understanding of witchcraft. Twist or bend, not to create out of nothing. And I'm not saying God creates out of nothing either. That's a psyop as well. They well, want you to believe that too. The, <laughs> the um, you got me like Daniel Ottman sometimes. Uh, I just uh, I get stumped. Uh, well, what happens, they've got all the bases covered, you see. Ex nihilo creation is just like the, the doctrine of the Trinity. Um, scholars who are Trinitarians and scholars who believe in ex nihilo say the same thing. Now, they're, they're using very precise language. They say the same thing about both. They say ex nihilo creation is not – here's what they say. The same It's not explicitly found in Scripture. Now, the reason they're doing that is they're protecting their career. They know there's no evidence, so they have to um, be careful because they know they can't produce any. Uh, so what they're saying, it's implied. And this is the same thing a Trinitarian scholars say. And everyone has programming from the Illuminati. If you're not a Trinitarian, you're a heretic because you're either Arian or you're a modalist. Well, I'm sorry. I'm none of those. Remember what I said about the cornucopia they offer you? Which one would you like? <laughs> Which theological propaganda do you prefer? From the Roman Catholic Church. So uh, I right. don't know. This might be old news, but have you heard about the? Uh, Just a second. Uh, when I said Roman Catholic Church, people will say, "Dave, don't you know that modalism was not from the Roman Catholic Church?" Yeah, I know, but they were the, they were the ones that told us who these people were. You know, the first modalist. Okay, how do you know these people even existed? You know why you believe that? Because the medieval Roman Catholic Church told you they controlled all the information. Your whole version of history comes from the Roman Catholic Church, and almost everyone believes it. Because they don't even know where it came from. I'm telling you right now. That was a medieval system of control, and what you believe about the medieval world and the ancient world is filtered through that propaganda machine. You probably never thought about that. There you go. You should think about it now. And what do you want to trust that? Now, uh, and I'm this, saying uh, we don't we don't know what we don't know what the truth is. I'm not saying we can. I don't saying I'm not saying I have the truth. I'm saying why are you trusting the propaganda machine? Because you want to believe certain things are real. You don't want to be told that um, there's very little that we can be certain of. Who wants to believe that? I, I don't want to believe it either. But that's that's the awful truth. God has put us into this mess, and there He's the only one that can get us out. There is such thing God as an awful God truth. Took the, God took the truth away 
and he gave it to the wicked. All the knowledge that Adam had, he passed down to his progeny is an uh, ancient oral tradition. Okay, Adam was the smartest man that, that ever lived. Someone can challenge me about that if they want to. And where did all the knowledge go? Well, it didn't disappear. The wicked took it away from God's people, and guess what? They still have it. And you can get some of it for a price. The price is going to be your soul, just like in the ancient mystery schools. You can get a little, a little dribble some out from the, you know, the devil's table. Uh, uh, you can get this stuff on, online. You can, you can find out all this stuff online. Did you hear what I just said? You're, you're telling me that you can find out the, um, the, the secret knowledge of Adam online? It's gone. Uh, it's protected. It's hidden. We don't have it. The elite have it. You they dribble it out. They dribble, they dribble out a few breadcrumbs. There's you always things, things that are leaked. I'm talking about deep esoteric knowledge from Adam. I don't see anything that's been leaked. They don't have to leak it. It's on now, a need-to-know basis. Is it true that Adam was able to talk to the animals? You can surmise that. can't absolutely prove it. I actually think that uh, Noah used telepathy, but to get the animals into the ark, but you can't prove that either. Uh, the basis for this is that people are able to talk to animals. And so since we're all devolving, it follows by necessity, or it should be logical that people used to be able to do this. More, more obviously more people did it before. And, um, but Christians think everything is demons. So they don't think this way. They think it's all for the devil. That's another one that's knocked by non-believers is the amount of animals in the world put on the ship. I, I believe, believe. Well, I'll just tell you right now, it's virtually impossible unless God is going to shrink these animals to put all the uh, animals on the ship. So the reason we believe this stuff is because the most of the creation institutes are from the Illuminati. Now, the reason that's true, ask yourself this question: Is is our origins important? Uh, go and look at your educational system. There's a complete blackout on, on creationism. That will tell you it's important because they won't give you anything. So, so now that we know it's important, and it's also like, you know, the first chapter of your Bible, you know what I mean? Um, so it's important. Uh-huh. So what does that tell you? That means that they're going to create these institutions to tell you about origins. And they, they just had one of these agents on. His name was Hugh Ross on Coast to Coast AM just a couple nights ago. I used to actually believe this guy because I didn't have enough knowledge to um, decipher all the propaganda. It's, it, I listen to this guy now. It's completely laughable. So you're saying you don't so, believe that all these animals were on, on Noah's uh, Ark? No. I said it's impossible to do that. Are you, are you claiming that it's not? I said you could trace well, them. See, I'm a biblical literalist, so when they tell you the size of the ark, I'm going to believe what it says. Now, you can't put all those animals on an ark, okay? You're talking about, like, shrink, like, honey, I shrunk the kids type stuff? Yeah, that's the only way you'd be able to do it. Oh, You're saying that there was an actual it. technology to shrink things? No, God would do it. Unless Moses was a magician, or Noah was a magician, like, Okay. What about with the time that he turned his, his staff into a snake? You're talking about Moses now. I just mentioned oh, him. Oh, I'm sorry. Fantastic. My bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, 
Noah, Moses. Wow. We're talking about Noah. Noah. Moses, Noah was uh, a- he was uh, working on the ark for how long? Christians don't believe that. Uh, so I'm just going to give the scholarly opinion that you'll find um, from a good Bible commentary before um, the 20th century. Because the Bible commentary started going down the tubes after that. Um, they're going to tell you that he worked on the ark for 120 years, and that was a time limit uh, of God's judgment. And the reason the Christians don't believe that is because they don't understand there's other examples in the Bible of this. Extended time prophecies. Uh, the only one they really pay attention to is the one in Daniel 9. Because obviously God is setting a limit, so, but you have to have a starting date. Okay, so they think that the 120 years, this is the layperson's opinion, okay, not the scholars. That has to do with God limiting how long man's going to live. Now, you know, the reason they think that is because everybody knows that after the flood, people didn't live as long. But that's as far as they get. That's, that's good enough for you. You got your breadcrumb now, so go on, you know, back to your television set. If we don't study the Bible anymore, right? We're too distracted, right? Oh, 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 I got, I got, I got a thing that proves that the that that um, the heavenly father, the creator exists. Is is that um, look at how many times that there's a storm, and there's like a whole bunch of lightning bolts and everything. And isn't it so convenient how everybody in the city is able to get indoors like almost like instantaneously? And sure, a lot of a couple of people get like you know rained on and. Like, nobody gets shocked or anything or whatever. Like, maybe a few here or there. But, you know, you see these weird stories lately with, uh, you know, 323 dead reindeer and 19 cows dead from a lightning strike all at the same Mm -hmm. time. Okay, that's a statistic now. Uh, Where does the statistics come from? They come from the machine. But go ahead. Let's assume that there's... Well, there's 323 the way you think... (laughs) The way you think, well, that's an occult, that's an occult that number right be, there. That's, that's an occult number, 323. Right, 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 yeah. Just like, uh, let's for, say, for example, the, um, the, uh, the 33 coal, coal, uh, the coal miners, remember that story where they got trapped in yeah. the, uh, the thing or whatever? Yeah, the, the cave? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 33. And some people would say that that's taking it a little bit, uh, you know, to, to Wackoville. You know, but well, you know, you're talking about down in Chile, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, how the heck do how the heck do we know what's going on there? We we're not there monitoring it, and it, it, it's under the ground anyway. No, no, no. I'm only but left it, it, even if you're is. standing there observing all this to, for day on end, you still don't know what's going on. No, no. I'm how only left to assume I, from a conspiratorial mindset that they're that they're lying about the situation because if you can think in a conspiratorial mindset, you would understand that 33 is their code for it's their event. Well, basically, yeah. But uh, even if you're standing there observing these people come out from under the ground, how do you know that they're not a, a, a crisis actor and they have a, a tunnel system? They got tunnel systems down there. How do you know that it's not a tunnel? Uh, connected with um, the cavern that they came from. You can't prove anything. It's always uncertainty. Because we don't have the vital information. We never do. The machine has the information. And we get the information from the machine. And then we start evaluating it. What they give us. You see? 
unless it's an eyewitness. And I said, even if you have an eyewitness, you don't have certainty. We said we don't know most of the time, but we create YouTube videos anyway, claiming that we do. Hmm. And, you know, uh, I mean, it's pretty bad. Like I, I said, play you know, on my own show, you know, they, they roll out these videos two days later after the uh, op- summer opening, uh, excuse me, the uh, opening Olympics, the uh, opening ceremonies, and breaking down what it all means, you know, Illuminati and all this. How do you know? I still haven't figured out what all that stuff is about. It takes – it's esoteric. There's a lot of symbolism. You have to reflect on it over time, and it, the truth hopefully will slowly emerge. It's never going to do that in two days. Well, that's okay. i got a popular YouTube channel. No, I, I, I gotta, I, from, from listening to a lot of your shows on Out of the Darkness Into the Light on Talk Show, Room 1 and 2, uh, then, you you know, I, I know – I don't know – is it is it possible that you don't really favor the uh, uh, the, um, the what do you call them the hoaxbusters people the uh, everything is a, you fake out the fakeologist people because a lot of times they're right I mean have you ever proven them wrong why everything would you is say fake that I nowadays why would I mean, you I, mean, say I, I, don't... I don't believe that I don't believe everything is fake but. A good majority is. Why would you say I don't favor them? Uh, I just don't use the right word sometimes. Okay, as a general rule, you don't want to attack, um, you know, the one percenters or the three percenters. We need to get together and stop dividing and pointing fingers. And the problem is the rest of society, not us. These differences that we have, so what? The Illuminati mm. want us to fight back and forth about whether satellites or not, or whether the nuclear industry is fake. That's what they want us to do. I'm not in that kind of stuff. All we do is get weaker when we do that. So I'm, I support hoaxbusters, and I've said on the show a number of times that's my favorite podcast. Speaking of neutral, um, now they say that the reason why Switzerland has never been attacked in history is because they're a neutral country. <laughs> Okay, well, something I've not said on my show yet, maybe one time. Uh, back in the 70s, before the Internet, there was a lot of this. The primary opinion was the Illuminati were centralized in uh, Switzerland. And it's kind of interesting that uh, as we've moved on here with all this technology, that we've actually wandered away from that view. Now, that's what I hold to. Now, that's, that's, wow. that's, that's a heavy subject. Now, let me just say a couple things, just a couple data points, okay? Uh-huh. You don't hear any. You hear about a counter reformation. This has to do with the Jesuits reacting to the Protestant Reformation. What you don't hear is there was a a counter reformation within Protestantism. You ever hear about that? In other words, God worked through Martin Luther, and then they sent agents to react to that. Okay. Well, thinking along that model, we're already highly suspicious that they're centralized in Switzerland for which, for some mysterious reason, avoids all wars. Okay, because we don't want to tamper with the pristine uh, area there. Okay, because that's where we're residing. Okay, that makes sense to me. It just happens to be in Switzerland. That's the center of the Protestant Reformation reacting to Martin Luther. Okay, let's look at another data point. You look at the um, the Vatican. Uh, You look like on Christmas Eve, you got the Pope 
and he's uh, in St. Peter's Basilica. Notice that you have the Swiss Guard. Visibly, their presence is visible. They're the only people that have any kind of arms, weaponry. And what country are they from? It says Swiss Guard. Now, I'm not trying to say they're from Switzerland. I'm saying that's what they're called. They're speaking covertly. Uh-huh. They're showing you symbolically. And I'm actually, here's what I'm saying. The British Empire runs the world. America's a colony, okay? And then behind the British Empire is the Vatican. Now, what they're doing there, they're showing you who's behind the Vatican, Switzerland. Huh. Yeah, well, they say, I, I heard that they got all the gold. They hold the, they hold the Vatican's gold. Uh, I would agree with that, yeah. The, 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 you know, your American tax scholars go to the, um, the center of banking industry, which is not in New York. It's a centralized location in London. And then we can follow the money trail, the paper trail. It goes from there to the Vatican Bank, and you better believe it goes from somewhere else, and I think it goes to Switzerland. And it doesn't stop there. Then it goes underground, unless they actually don't care about gold. Because they're the ones that gave gold its value. That was a conspiracy, too. Wait, but gold had a significant value before the Illuminati even existed. It was not as valuable in the ancient world. They did the same thing with diamonds. Diamonds are not that valuable. They made them valuable. There's places in Africa where diamonds are just sitting around. They own all the property. Okay, I, I, Ken. We're talking about the diamond mines, okay? I want to play a song and ask you a question about when was the Illuminati formed? We don't know. Nobody knows. They they psyoped you and they told you that there was you know Adam Weishaupt's Illuminati. If you actually go to Wikipedia, you're going to read all about Adam Weishaupt. <laughs> That's nothing to do. With it. It's related to Illuminati. You see, you have to throw out the term Illuminati. That's not important. When I you use know, that term, I, I'm I'm talking about those who have the knowledge, and because they have the knowledge which we don't, we we sit in ignorance. They are illumined, but on YouTube they don't. They're always downsizing the Illuminati and elevating themselves. This is what they do over and over again. They downsize the Illuminati and they elevate themselves. They're big egos. Now, okay. Now I'm sure you're aware of Mr. Uh, Doc Marquise before, who we've had on the show before, and uh, he's, well, now, I don't uh, really want to talk a about former him. Illuminati member. And um, <laughs> I, I think that I could ask him when, when, when it started, and he would probably give me an answer. But I don't you know, really want to talk about him because you said you're going to have him on your show. So yeah, I've already talked um, to you about him off the air, so I'm kind of curious why you're having him on your show. Um, I'm kind of puzzled by that. No, just uh, just just so I can uh, see, uh, you know, if other people will call in and ask questions, such as yourself, no, myself included. I just avoid those. I just avoid those type of people. Um, I, I you know, I, I do want to ask Doc some big questions and stuff, but it. it if you ever noticed you that he never has any, if you ever notice he never has any big answers, you actually told me the other night. Where's the big answers? If you're former Illuminati, give me something, anything significant. There's nothing truly esoteric anywhere. Just rudimentary answers. 
uh, to titillate people at the entry level. I did say and that. And then you're supposed to figure out uh, later, like Alex Jones, there's nothing really here too much. I'm just going to move on. So if you want to think that I did somebody that. from the Illuminati, you can go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I did say that. Show me, show me some secrets revealed. I've never heard of any. I've heard of titillation. Yeah. Um, he knows about me, and he don't like me, so why should I come talk to him? I, I'm not one of these people that gets out and argues and fights to entertain other people. They want, come debate with someone, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, 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 that, that is, uh, you know, frustrating for me that, uh, you know, everything is kept at a kiddie level when it comes to questions. So, I mean, you know. I did put the, yeah, okay. Oh, let me go to a song and we'll call it right back. Uh, I got a question. What is it? Uh, for him or anybody else who claims to be former Illuminati, any kind of former Illuminati. You know, I'm a former mind-controlled slave. Uh-huh. The first question is, have you ever publicly discussed uh, how your mind was compartmentalized? Question number two. Can you prove that your mind is not presently compartmentalized? Question number three, if you're claiming that your mind is not compartmentalized, how are you going to do that and prove anything? Because you can't. So question number four, why are we supposed to trust you for anything specific since you can't prove that your mind is still not compartmentalized? Now, no one can – I can't even prove my mind is not compartmentalized. Maybe they compartmentalize my mind. Well, how do I know? A revelation hmm. from God is the only way. Then who's going to believe a revelation from God about whether your mind's been compartmentalized? Come on. You see, this is why it's so difficult to get at the truth. Huh. In order to believe anything from an astronaut, that's spelled <laughs> N-O-T at the end, okay, because that was fake too, you're going to have to infallibly <laughs> prove that their, that their minds were not compartmentalized because if you can't prove that their minds were not compartmentalized, you can't be certain by anything. And neither can they, because when you get involved in these black projects, that's what they do. You actually give them permission to compartmentalize your mind. Well, if you give them permission, how are you going to say, well, I'm a former astronaut. I'm trying to expose NASA. Okay, we're supposed to listen to you. Here's the question, sir. Was your mind compartmentalized? The best thing for him to do is lie and say, no, that never happened. Oh, and then he has some validity, at least among the simple folk. All right? It's not that simple. We don't know. And we have no way of knowing, just like we have no way of knowing what's going on on Antarctica. Uh, but there's plenty of people out there that are going to tell you anyway. Huh. We don't know anything. Um, uh, uh, except around the perimeter. Okay. I, I've seen the ice wall pictures, and they look like they just go on and on and on and <laughs> no. on. Uh, I wouldn't trust any of that at all. Who's taking those pictures? Perimeter? Okay, let me just uh, present a theory. Uh, they lied to you about the uh, the so-called uh, ice ring. That's what the flat earthers call it. And the reason they did that is to cover up that it's a vast area. It's a lot wider than it really is. So you hear the same thing. Oh, remember, the propaganda will always be popular. Okay? So we hear uh-huh. the same thing over and over. The ice wall. Uh, do you ever hear anything that it could be a lot wider and thicker than that? 
Well, it's a, it's a total no man's land. You don't know, you don't know anything down there. It's like going to the moon. What do you know about what happened when they went to the moon? I'm not even saying they went to the moon, but if they did go to the moon, what do you know about what happened? You you say, well, that's all fake. Okay, but proof, proof with any certainty whether they landed on the moon or what they did, and if they did, what what happened when they got there? Can you just prove something, anything? can't prove anything at all. Don't have the essential data. People say, we can prove it was fake. I wasn't talking about that, but actually you can't prove that either. Just because you look at this digital imagery and it actually looks like they're in a big pool of water because there's bubbles there, that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> they could have faked that for conspiracy theorists to make them believe that this is how they faked going to the moon. Now go disprove that. You can't disprove that. So what can you prove? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That can be a psyop within a psyop. It can be fake fakery to fool the simple-minded who are probing for the truth. Doesn't prove anything at all. But people want to believe they've discovered this with the ego, you see. That's the problem. I'm smarter than you, and I figured it out. I'm special. I know what they're doing. Yeah, I've heard these people before. What about if you truly ask uh, God? For, yeah, you, yeah, you truly ask Him for the, the, the answer. Absolutely. The now we're getting somewhere. That's the only way that you're going to know if God gives you a special revelation. Now, how often do you think that's going on? Guess what, Channing? That's exactly what we're doing, and I talk about it on the show. But then, see, Christians are programmed to say, oh, no, 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 no. That's extra-biblical revelation. This is why we have to talk about that kind of programming over and over again. And if you want to stick uh-huh. with your Bible, you can just sit there and just be – you're going to be ignorant all, about all this stuff because – it's not in the Bible anywhere. Let's just face it. You know, chemtrails are not in the Bible. Geoengineering is not clearly in the Bible. And so um, you're going to have to go outside of the Bible. Or how are you going to be able to figure it out? Well, you're not going to be able to figure it out unless it's obvious. What, I'm talking about the esoteric things. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to say you can't figure anything out. Of course you can. But the things that are deeply hidden, we don't have certainty about them, okay? We're stuck with the outer rind. That's why we need revelation. But Christians are programmed not to trust it. And I actually say most of it is false and actually uh, from the devil or demons. And that's how they get you because most of it is false. And any person with common sense could conclude that. But see, they want to believe that there's no revelation. Nobody has anything. You can't prove that either, <laughs> okay? Um, typically all through history, there's a minority who are hearing from God, and they actually have the truth. A minority, a minority, a minority. Christians don't think that because we're all told we're all created equal, and God is trying to help us all the same and all this blah, blah, blah. Look around. Just look at uh, people dying, people going to get chemotherapy, vaccines, uh, going off to fight and die because they they think they're a patriot and America is a real country. God is showing you think people, the, um, no, no, this is a bunch of no, but this is a bunch of nonsense. You don't have to do that, and he actually gives you a cure for cancer. Don't do, do you chemotherapy. Think that the, uh, what they tell and us, people in live. The, I think it died. Um, you ever heard of the fact that it was three um, percent of the colonists that um, made it the made it so that way we 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 beat the the British. <laughs> it was 3%. Okay, here's the thing, okay? 
the early people that were coming over here, like just the other day, I saw another person. You hear about these people. Uh, his descent was on the, the Mayflower. Let me tell you about everybody on the Mayflower. They were all Satanists. And they were all posing as Christians. Uh, actually, we can assume that they were posing as Christians because they tell us that they would, here's how they were dressed, and they were Christians. Maybe they didn't even bother to pose as Christians or pose as pilgrims. If you have any common sense whatsoever, the people that come over here first are the Satanists. They're first in line. They let the Christians come over to later. Ain't nobody got time for that. After they establish everything. So you have to look at those kind of things through that working model. Hmm. It's it's usually the same Uh, old thing over and over again. Just like in the the Salem witch trials. You got... um, the good guys are the bad guys, and the bad guys are the good guys. And they're killing Christians again, just like they did in the Inquisition. They said they were heretics. No, actually, they were the remnant, and the Satanists were killing them, and the Satanists were claiming, we're the good guys. Is that what you believe? Actually, most people believe that. Well, actually, there's three different camps, okay? Uh, there's one camp that the good guys were killing uh, the bad guys, and then uh, there's another camp that says that uh, actually the Roman Catholic Church was evil, uh, but they were killing people. Then what I'm saying is, yeah, they were evil, but they were actually killing Christians, and you haven't figured that out yet. They were saying, well, they're the heretics. Well, they, they always do that. They always say the All Christians right. are the heretics. Now, once 500 uh, years go by, almost everybody believes that. Huh. And this is what History Channel promotes. It's the same thing as the Salem Witch Trial, okay? They do it over and over again all through history. Very, very torturing people. So you're, okay, so you're talking about the colonialists. You see, they were plugged in. They, you know, we're talking about Virginia. We're talking about Georgia. We're talking about South Carolina. We're talking about Maryland. Uh, we're talking about Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, old, old Satanism. They were heavily entrenched. Now, guess who most of these colonialists were that were leading uh, the, 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 the fake war, which we never won, Against Britain. Well, yeah, it's the same old show. There's Freemasonry on each side. They're not very important. They're very low. But they carry out all the hands-on work. They're kind of like the worker drones. Okay. 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 Uh, They show us on the History Channel, I think it is, where the the British lined up like dominoes in the Redcoats, and they just fell. Well, there's a reason why they did that. You think that that was a real tactic? There was a reason why they were doing that. That's assumed that they, the wars were actually fought that way. Because when they tell us about, um, you know, the medieval, uh, you know, sword fighting and stuff like that, that, that was all fake too. If that's been exposed, they just manufactured it. And actually, a lot of that hi- historical period never existed because the centuries never existed. They just they manufacture centuries too, and no one ever thinks about that. They can manufacture a century. Uh, yeah, you're going to trust the chronology. <laughs> They tell you that, oh, well, here's the chronology, and here's how it happened, and this is what people believe. Why? Why, why are you trusting you think, them for anything? You don't... Do you think that Brother Revere was, uh, was, a, was a Satanist? He was probably – look, at anybody that's promoted as a good guy, just like Pat Boone, he was doing rock and roll for Christians to make rock and roll popular in the 1950s. Wait, 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 wait
where they were mocking Paul Revere, saying everybody hates Paul Revere, and that was his name of the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Uh, that's a psyop, yes. Uh-huh. That's a psyop, a they psychological... Roll, uh, they roll out the, the man in white, and, and, and then they, they mock him. But the Christians go, no, 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 he's one of ours. And the, and the Christians say, he's on our side. He's a good guy. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 they work both ends over and over again, and they do it over and over again to fool simple people. And then what we do, we choose sides. I'm going to be on this side, and then we fight back and forth and accomplish absolutely nothing, okay, except make ourselves – It's just like what you were saying earlier about the word God. They, 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 they're taking it away from us in this land, but – that's that that's the psyop right there, because you know it even says in the word that he will remove the <laughs> veil off well, of people's lips. They're, they're taking away the word God, which they gave to us in the first place. That's Germanic paganism, and the joke's on you. Now we're going to take it away from you, and what are you going to do about it? You're not even going to get that anymore. <laughs> it's pretty bad, man. Did you did you see the predictive programming in the bo- in the movie The Bug's Life? Where the where the ant said, uh, we don't need to take orders from you. You guys are grasshoppers. We are, we're we're ants. And, well, um, about the only time they show you any truth is in animation or cartoons. So that would be consistent. Well, well, the ants won because they realized, you know, the grasshoppers realized that they were outnumbered. What? Yeah, you know, well, I'm sure were... the grasshoppers and the ants symbolize someone. As usual. I'm not saying I know what's going on there, but that's what they usually do over and over again. It symbolizes something. The ant the is powerful, though, because the, the ant can lift, what, 100 times its weight or whatever? Yeah. The, not, to, not to mention, what is that verse that talks about... Um, go to the ant, you sluggard. Oh, you, go to the ant, you sluggard, and uh, find out its ways. I think that's how it goes. So do you think that people have become uh, lazier since the first century? Um, I'm a devolutionist, so you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they were even they were they were highly promoting um, late night advertisements. I think uh, in the in the early seventies, maybe eighties, and stuff like that. Um, Heavily in, in that time and in these days too, or whatever. You don't see late night commercials so much nowadays, uh, even though they still are around. But they, they, everything was like for a lazy pro- product. Like, um, you know, you don't feel like mopping your floor that day. Just put on some mop slippers when you go to get your cookie at night and coffee or whatever. You know. <laughs> well, mop usually slippers. when they. Uh... When they promote convenience, they're promoting harmful technology, which is weaponized, or chemicals, which are 100% poisonous. This is what they did in the 1950s to fool the housewives. You have to have a this kind of chemical, and that kind of chemical, and this kind of chemical to clean everything properly. No, you don't. All you need is cheap white vinegar, which actually is more effective at killing bacteria. <laughs> And they've been using for oh yes, yes, yes. They do that with the what is it? The uh, the Mr. Bubbles. Mr. Bubbles, the cute little bubbles. Oh, got to get the little yeah, gotta Mr. Have bubble. Your, gotta have your shower. Have your bubble bath. Yeah, you gotta have your bubble bath with your Irish Spring soap too. Oh, oh, gotta get the Johnson's tear-free uh, sh- shampoo for the baby. But no, did you hear about the fact that it was causing um, what was it um? All that stuff is poison. Oh, 
It's poison. Yeah, it's poison. I, I forget what it causes, but my 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 brother, uh, his his child uh, suffered. Uh, I, th- I think it was leukemia from it. Is that a double that jack? Surprise but... me. It's designed to create disease and actually, you know, kill you eventually. So kill. This is one of my fa- favorite verses. People laugh. People laugh and go, Irish Spring soap is going to kill me. Did you hear what he said? He's conspiracy theorist. Don't you understand? It's holistic. It's everything. Like I said to this guy a few nights ago, everything in your home is toxic. Unless you can prove it's natural from outside, your entire environment is weaponized. There's nothing in this home that is not toxic. And this is supposed to be by chance? No. It's by deliberate design. You're in a prison, and this is a quiet war. And the average person is supposed to know precisely nothing and then go into a coffin. Learn about it later. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. That's one of my favorite verses lately. What that's talking about is that uh, knowledge is like um, it's a path that you follow, and you have to pass through the gateway of humility because – the, the, the nature of man's heart is depraved, and the, he, the ego wants to flame up and say, I know something. I've discovered something. I'm special. And then go with your me versus you programming on, on, on YouTube and, and Facebook and fight back and forth, okay? You have to become humble first so you can um, discover things and, because you have to acknowledge that you were wrong, and you were wrong again and again. I've said on my own show I've been wrong and wrong over, over and over again, and that's what enables me to see once you start defending your belief system, notice that I keep talking about uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty. And I also said right tonight, I don't know. And I also said we have no way of knowing. But when you start getting out there pounding the table and saying, I know what's going on. I can decrypt it. You see that? They haven't passed through the gate of humility yet. Hmm. They haven't got there yet. You know, I – um. And people think I'm an empty boaster. I want to point that out. <clears throat> you know, Those are the people that think they've figured it all out yet, by the way. They think I know it's a while trip. back. I know it's a while back. I think it was in um, Cheese Nips or... Um, That's not food. Cheese It. It was either Cheese Nips or Cheese It. That they're starting to put TBHQ in a lot of things, and TBHQ is lighter derived, like fluid chemical or whatever. It's like, wow, these these are designer poisons. It's just it's a poison, okay? And they're designer poisons, and they have a specific goal in mind. Everything is by careful design and forethought by satanic chemists. Um, Why wouldn't they? They have the power. They have the motivation. Why wouldn't they do that? Is there some reason they'd be holding back? They know exactly what all this stuff does. They claim that there isn't sufficient research. We're not sure. They're lying to you again. I'm surprised that people still donate to Breast Cancer, uh, you know, foundation. To you know, they, they haven't coming up with a cure. Let's find the cure. What? How long have they been going? <laughs> you know what's funny? At this, look at the PSYOP here now. Um, the PSYOP is that all diseases are incurable, but they never tell you that because even, even to a simple mind, that's absurd. But what they do do, 
They tell you that each disease is incurable individually. Have they ever admitted that you can cure any disease? Okay, so this is what they do, and this is self-evidence propaganda. Then they come out, and they talk about curing disease. Have any diseases been cured? No. It never happens, does it? Meanwhile, we want you to get out there and march with your pink ribbon and waste all your time and accomplish virtually nothing and throw lots of money, too. We don't need your money because we just manufacture it, but we like to make you look stupid so we can mock you ignorant fools because we absolutely utterly despise you because you're vermin and you're not even human anymore and you don't even know it because you assume that you're human. Guess what? <laughs> we radically altered your DNA and now you're only partially human. <laughs> That's why we mock you and you're inferior to us. So we give you nothing but poison. That's all you get. Careful, Dave. And People God, are going to think God, that you're God. some sort of like... No, weird. These, these people, these people, they can't process what we're talking about. They live in an imaginary world that's manufactured. Okay, and they're highly confused, so they don't even, not even able to make a consistent series of judgments. Okay, consistent the series of judgments. A fool. A fool. This is a society of fools, and we live in an idiocracy, and people don't believe that because it's too radical. It's a society of idiots, okay? This is not a theory. You can prove it. Show me but a wise doesn't man. The, doesn't the scriptures don't see doesn't any. Doesn't the scripture say that we're not supposed to call anybody a fool? We've already been through this. I've done this with Johnny. I don't want to do it now. Um, if you're going to press that, then Jesus and Paul are going to go down. Remember what he said about the evil Cretans? And Jesus, according to our fake culture, is a racist. Hmm. You don't see me going around calling people dogs, do you? So which is worse, calling somebody a fool or a dog? What do you think? So are you going to judge? Are you talking Jesus about the, Can- the 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 Can- the what is it, the Canaanites? I'm talking about the Samaritans. Samaritans. Oh, I'm sorry. Your G- your G- your Jesus believes that these Israelites were racially inferior. Your Jesus believes that. Your Jesus. Oh, my. And if your yeah. Jesus came to this society, we would reject him and call him a racist. And that was a word created by the Illuminati, and there's no t- tight definition of that word either. Where's the authoritative definition of a racist? They don't even have one. They don't want one because oh. they just want it to just be cast out there. And cause the most confusion and division. It's a weaponized word. And it's not very old, just like the word Jew. It's a modern word. A couple hundred years old, give or take a few. I think it's a little bit older than that. Like the word Gnostic. The word Gnostic, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to apologize on the show. No, that is another modern word. About the same era, by the way. There's no Gnostics in the ancient world. But we're going to believe that anyway. So I guess the Gnostics never called themselves Gnostics. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point there. <laughs> now we can start thinking for the first time. Well, what people know as, 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 as the term racist, whether it be a uh, – weaponized word that was invented by the Illuminati or whatever, there are some people out there that are racist like the Illuminati. 
Absolutely. You know? I, I refer to the Illuminati as racist, and that's obvious. Racism means something. It's a person who is racially prejudiced. They believe that they're superior. It doesn't mean you can't use mm-hmm. the term. I'm just saying it's a weaponized term that's given to us. Now, they speak a different now, language, that, by the way. Guess just what I found second, out Channing. about that? Just a second, Channy. These people are, are bi, triple, quadruple lingual. They have their own language. They have their own satanic names. Uh, George Bush, that's, that's not his name. That, that's for public consumption. He has a satanic name that may be difficult for you to pronounce, just like they have a, a, a hidden internet. They have hidden everything. All the stuff that you see, that's all for public consumption for the McNumdumps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all big and, Illuminati and, humor, right? Because what his right there's, uh, there's, third, there's the, three I'm minutes. Not talking about, I'm not talking about the dark internet. I'm talking about their internet, which they had a long time ago. They probably always there's, had it. There, there, there's, um, there's three minutes left of the show, just to let you know. I, I, you know, yeah, it's Illuminati humor. He, he chose, what, his, his vice president, Dick? You got Dick and Bush? Dick and Bush? Well, the humor is everywhere. It's covert. Oh, yeah. So, no, because they're laughing at this continuously. That's what you do with inferior people if you don't have any human compassion. You laugh and mock at them because you despise them greatly. No, but that term that you were mentioning just a second ago, that was a, a word that was invented by the USSR Leon Trotsky in 1927. Uh, I don't believe that. That's what they tell you. I mean, just real quick before we go, every single time they say, well, this was invented by, on such and such a date by such and such a person, are we really that stupid to think the Illuminati didn't invent that earlier? Well, of course they did. They, uh, let's take the airplane, okay? Uh, we're going to credit the Wright brothers. This is a joke, okay? So when they invent things, do they tell you? No. They say, you know something? Um, we're going to actually um, come out and have an aeroplane, and we're going to um, give the Wright brothers the credit. Okay, and they were probably in on it too. Okay, you, you, you don't the think way everything that, is you done. Don't, when they advance something, you don't, they don't, you don't tell you. They already you don't had think it. that that USSR, you don't think that that USSR guy had anything to do with that. He may have. Uh, see, he could be an agent. He probably was. There you go. Probably. Yeah. See, the agents are promoted all through history. Their, their people, their bloodline is promoted. Unless a person is as great as Martin Luther and they can't stuff him in a closet, they'll be excised from history. Their heroes are the people that are promoted, and they make them heroes. It's the same, these are people on a payroll. Remember the last time we They're, were talking, you were saying something like uh, you, you think that the, that the black man is more conspiratorial? I think, I think that's well, true. The, now, initially, because the black man is more suspicious than the white man or, or the, the yellow man. He's more suspicious because he knows that white he's true, up yeah. to something. He knows white he's up to because he's already got a track record. So he's not trusting whitey. The Illuminati are white no. people, okay? I'm, and they hate black yeah. people more than white people. They hate everybody, but they hate the black people even more. Yeah, the, the Illuminati, they're look evil. What they've been, look what they've been doing to them. The, uh, the fluoride is – there's higher levels of fluoride in certain areas. Let's just put it like well, that. Well, some people – well, they've got designer diseases for black people. So you, if that's true, then there you go. 
Depends on whether that's true or not. Now, some people say that AIDS is all fake. Some of this stuff is fake. Some of it's not. But if you believe that it's not all fake, then um, it, the evidence indicates that they actually introduced AIDS into Africa first to kill them and get that going, you know. Just because Mag- Michael, uh, Magic Johnson is still alive, I don't know what's going on with him. That could be entirely fake. But just because he's still alive doesn't mean that AIDS is all fake. Didn't There's he, didn't he uh, go to Kim – didn't he play a basketball game with Kim Jong-un? I uh, you may bat. be thinking of Dennis Rodman. Uh, possible, oh, that's, I think. <laughs> that's I think Dennis yeah. Rodman was over there. Dennis Rodman was over there. I don't. I didn't ever hear about Magic Johnson. You know, there's, there's uh, the a theory out are, there that uh, the indicators are that, that, uh, that, that Magic Johnson is one of them, uh, and people get confused. They say, "Well, he's a black man." Well, they have. They, they fornicate, okay, and then um, they fornicate w- with black women, okay, and then uh, they have a child, and so now you're mixed bloodline, you're special, you're half royal, and they keep track of these bloodlines through genealogies, and they promote these people in the NBA, hmm. in football, everywhere. That's what Obama is, okay? People get confused. Well, how could he be Illuminati? He's got black skin. What did I say? This is the low-level managerial class that they want you to believe is running everything. What a joke. <laughs> These guys are all slaves. Oh, 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 I got a question for you. What do you have to say for uh, that George Soros guy or whatever actually publicly admitting that he says he is God? <laughs> I'd have to look at the, uh, the context of that quote. They, they say a lot of absurd things, you know. Just like John Lennon saying I've, I've, that we're greater than the Jesus now. So he probably, his handler probably told him to say that, but maybe not, you know, maybe spontaneous. Um, McDonald's had a uh, recall on millions of their fitness bands for the children's fitness bands. Uh, we ought to have a recall on rashes. McDonald's. We ought to have a recall on McDonald's. <laughs> Everything. Should be recalled, including their salads. It's just <laughs> a salad, Dave. Um, yeah, with a whole bunch of preservatives designed to pickle you when you yeah, die. There is one place you know. I do like, and that's that's Chipotle. Chipotle is going organic. Did you did you hear about all the flack that they were catching when they were going organic? There was these libbies going all. after them. I just saw an article about them today. I think they got a new, either a new C, CEO or a new financial advisor trying to salvage yeah. um, just financial devastation. Oh, I, I'm not, I'm okay. not sure what's going on there because um, maybe they're punishing they, somebody. Uh, they because, just went organic. Well, just a second. They control the media. Okay, so the, the media is widely promoting these scares about that company. So why is Illuminati promoting scares about that company? I'm assuming they own it. See, people always assume they don't own everything, Dave. Well, you know, they got Chick-fil-A out there, and they're supposed to be a Christian company too. And guess what? It's the same old thing. Just investigate a little more. Push through, you know, one or two veils. It's probably just going to be one veil, and you'll find out it's the same old show. Obviously, they're going to roll people out there and say, this is a Christian company. You know why? Because they want Christian companies just like they want Christian Hollywood actors, and that's all fake too. They always want the Christian element everywhere out there. So, going to have some Christian companies here. 
You know, Chris and Lagoda, I like this company. They have higher morals here. Okay. Huh. There you go. That's where the Christians. They trust the system, too. Huh. We live in a system of control, and we're all slaves. And I'm going to do a podcast to prove this sometime with Scripture. You can also prove it uh, with legal documentation that no one can refute. You get that from uh, legal documentation in a library. Irreparable. And we're um, employees of a corporation uh, if you have a social security number and you were like born, you know. You're in the virginity company. They call the United States of America. So what do you call a person that's homeless and doesn't have a job? Are they still an employee of this company? Uh he actually has an advantage over the, the rich person because he doesn't own anything um, because um, everything that you think you own, actually they own legally. And so if you're a poor person, you actually owe them. If you don't have anything of worth, you owe them nothing. Uh, now, they do believe that they own you. Okay, I'm talking about what you own, not yourself, not your body. Now, they legally own you too as well as a slave, okay? I'm talking about the things that you acquired. You don't own any of that legally. They have everything, okay? And um, so, but you actually owe them everything that you thought you acquired. Well, the poor man who has nothing of worth, just rags, he doesn't owe them anything. Hmm. There's a day when they're going to come calling for all their, their goods, and that's when this economy collapses. And every, until then, they want to convince everyone of the opposite is true, that you're not a slave, you're a free man, and you're acquiring wealth. Now, now we call uh, America um, in closing. Uh, it's called the, uh, America, uh, the um, where you can live the American dream. Now, you talked about uh, the uh, Illuminati steals people's dreams. They steal people's times. They steal. They steal. They steal. They steal everything. Everything. They'll steal your prayers too. And your God and your Bible and everything else. They already, they already took your Bible a long time ago. Then God said, you got to give it back. Remember when they took your Bible now, away? There's a, there's a plausible now theory the for that, for them that they steal your dreams. Okay, now, first of all, most Americans and most people, they sleep on a, a metal spring coiled mattress. And most people nowadays, they have a, a, a smart meter attached to their house. Where before you didn't have a smart meter, it was just a regular old uh, dial dialogue, uh, di- old dial meter that didn't put out dirty electricity. Well, that dirty electricity from the smart meters goes all throughout the house. Like you know, you're waiting right. in a pool, pushing your pushing your arms to the side. You're waiting in a pool. Well, it's like that. This dirty energy is like woo 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 woo. You don't see it. And- Channing, you know what the biggest um, antenna in your home for that smart meter, the biggest antenna? The one you're sleeping on. You can, people can laugh at that, too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> that's funny? Yeah. That's a fact. Uh-huh. That's a fact. And you're sleeping on it. Uh-huh. Well, now I sleep with, on it. With an e, EM, EMF detector. Um, that the measures the different levels of GOSS, G-A-U-S-S. You can prove that. People won't investigate. Well, they go, ah, another, another conspiracy theory. <laughs> they don't want to believe that. They don't want to believe that. So they're not going to believe it. They're not going to investigate. But they'll think it's funny. 
Yeah, it, it's funny that those same people that they laugh at, at at stuff like this that we're talking about, and it can be it can be proven with the scientific device uh, and stuff like that. It, they're going to laugh right up until trouble comes knocking at their door, and when that happens, nobody's going to be laughing anymore. And, and you, you know, when you watch comedy, it won't be funny. The people will be uh, immersed in a deep sense of gloom, and they'll be looking for a glimmer of hope. And that's when they're going to start looking in God's general direction. Right now, Christians are so distracted, they're very far from God. Everyone wants to believe they're close to God. The Israelites did, and they were wrong too. Only the remnant, and most of the remnant right now, back then, you know, see, when you have re- revival, that's when the remnant gets restored. Okay? What happens before uh-huh. you have revival? Even the remnant is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're, they're half awake. They're uh-huh. in mediocrity. The, the true revivals are when the remnant gets restored. We don't even have that right now. But it's coming. Remnant. And it's not, it's not going to come because people pray. You can pray to your blue in the face. You're not going to have revival. People are doing it. We have a revival. No. We have fake revivals from Illuminati. We have to have a restoration of truth. And obviously, we're so deeply immersed in error that the only way we can have a restoration of truth, which is the foundation for everything, we seem to have forgotten that, God has to do that. We can't restore the truth. And Jesus said, Elijah will come and restore everything. Everything is corrupted. That's what we have right now. And this is why I sound so radical. Because Christians believe they have everything that we need from the Holy Spirit. Um, we have some things, not very much. We have a few breadcrumbs from the master's table. And we just salivate over them. Oh, that pastor's sermon was, I just feel the pure word. It's just a powerful anointing. And it was just sweeping over me. And I, I think, let's go to Denny's now and fellowship. You know, those kind of people. They, all they've ever yeah. known is mediocrity. They've never, they've never seen any excellence. They've never heard anything deep. The pastors never have anything truly esoteric, and neither does the flock. And they are all programmed to believe that if you claim you have a secret, you're from the devil, and you're full of pride because you're saying that you have something that we don't. And not only that, huh. God gave us everything that we need. It's already happened, and you're an occultist. That's your programming. You see that? Well, wait, 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 wait. What about that verse? What about that verse that says about how he uh, he hides he hides things. Uh, he does hide things, and it's for the uh, the kings to search it out. Is that how that goes? Well, that only applies to the king. Okay, but God hides Himself. Uh, the prophet Isaiah said, "Truly, O Lord, You are God who hides Himself," and that's the exact condition we have right now. Christians don't realize that God has hidden himself from his own people. It's obvious. Okay, we don't have the favor of God. It is for the honor. Um, it, you you know, it, he conceals a, a thing. Yes, that's a good scripture to use. Yeah. Everything that God does is to glorify himself, so when he conceals a matter, that's to glorify himself as well. Because then it shows you that, see, we are actually dependent upon God. We tend to forget that. We think we can just plug into the system and, you know, just go to church regularly and uh, listen to this anointed man of God who has four years of education. And, wow, God's just going to give us all kind of truth to this anointed man. Uh, sorry, um, his office is not even in the Bible anywhere. He's called a pastor. Um, 
I guess it's not in the Bible because it's not actually used. When they mistranslate the word, which should be shepherd, uh, it doesn't even say it one single time in the singular, only in the plural. And it's just a general passage. It's not, it's not talking about a biblical office. It's talking about giftings. If you want to talk about a biblical office, go look and see who Paul was writing his epistles to. It actually tells you elders. That's a group of elder men who have become wise through study, discipline study over time, and also life experience. They have experiential knowledge. Is that what you are when you're a pastor in your 20s and you got to pay your bills because you went into debt? And another word, another scam for the Illuminati. Now, now you got to pay your bills. I got to get out because what are you qualified to do? You're qualified to be a pastor. Well, in the ancient world, you're not qualified to be a pastor. You're not old enough. But you got to make some money in the system. Get out of debt. And of course, that was all from God. God wants everybody to go to seminary and go into debt. That's the system. Did you know that there's um, people <clears throat> has much to say about going into debt and like things like usury. This is not approved by God. God does not approve, at least in the Bible anyway, of like, you know, a college loan. That's what you're doing when you go to seminary. So we don't even think. We just go over the system, and the system goes, says, well, you go to four years, or do you want a master's degree and become a real expert, okay? Isn't that the system? Four years, eight years? Where'd that come from? Same old place. We just plug into the system, go along with the show, and then believe that God approved it all. As usual, right? It's an institutionalized system. It comes from God, all right, but only as a punishment. Because, see, we abandoned his ways a long time ago. The corporate punishment is against Israel, and we don't even know that we are Israel. I've talked about that before, okay? They say, you're the church. Well, I'm sorry, but the church is nowhere in the Bible. It collapses immediately once you start doing a, like a basic word study. Hmm. Assembly. Well, we don't... Congregation. Well, I mean, if, if you look at the, um, the Greek Septuagint, you know, the word can be congregation, too. It's the same word in the Old Testament. They try to say it's this new word, and this is Christianity. We're the church. Oh, that was um, another, we- another weaponized uh-huh. term to fool the simple. Remember, yeah. the entire English language is weaponized. It comes from God, all right, but only as a punishment because we're in what's called – it's a prob- probationary period. Uh, you, you can call it the diaspora, like in James 1.1. 1, 1, you can call it dispersion, depending on the translation. But the God said that he's going to scatter his people, and then he's going to gather them. Now, he hasn't gathered them yet. And when he gathers them, that's where we're going to be restored. We're going to get out of this mess. And they lied to you and said, well, this all happened in 1948. And that was a lie, too. And almost all Protestant Christians will believe that. Over 90%. It's pretty high, up there around 95 probably. We're all looking to Israel, that kind of thing, you know. I'm not talking about these people that speak against the evil Jews. I, I don't do that stuff, okay? Because they're not Jews. They're posing as Jews to fool almost everybody. People like the uh-huh. Russians, okay? They say, the Jews run Hollywood. Uh, no, those are just people posing as Jews to fool the simple-minded. So I don't, I don't talk against these people, but the Israel over there is completely fake. They have a fake antichrist. They have a fake millennium. They have a fake rapture. They have a fake Israel. They have fake Jews. Is there anything significant that they don't fake? Isn't it true that, they, that, that, that the Satan apes God? We believe that, but then we don't believe it. 
because if you produce evidence, you go, do you really believe that Israel is fake? Well, look at is that an important subject? Yes. Okay, so you believe that Satan apes God? Okay, so show me this fake Israel that he created. Where is it? Because I don't see it. I just see that. Is this hard? No. It never was. See, it all comes down to one thing. Be suspicious. Christians can't even be suspicious. They think that God is running the show and guiding them on to victory, just like the Israelites. They used to go out and fight these battles just get annihilated because they made massive assumptions, and they were highly presumptuous. And so God said, no, you're going to be destroyed. I'm going to teach you something. It's kind of like Christians. But Christians in a quiet war, a quiet war that we lose every day. We're not winning. We're losing. People are dying in local churches, one person after another. You can pray for these people till you're blue in the face. Every once in a while, God will glorify himself by healing somebody supernaturally. And most of these people just die from chemotherapy in a few months. Okay? Yeah. And God, did God help them? No, because we're under judgment. He helps a few people. He's helping somebody, but most people have to die and they, to, to illustrate something. God is trying to illustrate something. This is what happens when you do things your way. I showed you how to live, and you rejected it all. So I took it away from you. I took the whole system away from you. It was designed to protect you. You had a sheepfold. I gave you a sheepfold, and now you have a false sheepfold. It's called the institutional church. Because I didn't – when he destroyed Jerusalem and that theocracy, he didn't replace it with anything. Instead, what do we get? Roman Catholic Church, an institutionalized church structure, even the Protestants believed in a state-run system that has to do with uh, religion, okay? Uh-huh. State-run church, right? The Lutherans, the Calvinists, right? That's why the Anabaptists the were, were still saying, we, we have not finished this Reformation, but what did they do to the Anabaptists? The Protestants killed them. The Lutherans the killed them. Of the word religion, it's bondage. In some well, I think it has more to do with the word ritual. Ritual. Oh. It's, it's, it's not, the word religion is not in the Bible. <laughs> I like a lot of these words. Every single name that you ever see in your Bible is not in your Bible. <laughs> you know, the word John, Peter, Mary, everybody. Oh, Joe not? Yeah. And then people want to say, um, hey, that's a pretty radical theory there that, that the English language is weaponized. Well, investigate something, okay? They're telling us what their names were, and they're all wrong. Is this like a problem? Um, well, Don't maybe. Don't get it? Tyranny isn't sexy. It's not cool. It's not fun. Agent Alex, he's always good for comedian effect. <clears throat> By the way, I listened to him in the shower just to get the uh, the latest propaganda for the day. Um, I got an app, <laughs> and there's also a uh, an app on uh, Google Play uh, where you don't have to have the commercials. But he's one of the best comedians out there. That question. And actually, I think he was a comedian. I think he was Bill Hicks. Uh, I don't want to go into that. We've talked about that before. <clears throat> it used to be funny a while back, but now he's gotten more serious. Well, yeah, because everything else is getting more serious. Yeah. Huh. Now, he's, prom- he's promoting uh, 
you know, going out voting and changing America. And that's, uh, that's only for entry level people. Um, they're trying to slow down the realization that you can't, you can't bring around change. So we're all slaves. There's nothing we can do. It's good to know that because then it, 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 you reach a state of hopelessness. There's no hope in the system. There's no hope in humanity. This is supposed to be a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. Now we're going to finally go, well, where's our hope? Nothing changed. The only hope we ever had was God. There's no hope in the system. There's no hope in man. Go read Romans 3 and see what it says about the condition of mankind. And it's talking about believers as well. No one is righteous. No one does good. Do Christians believe that? No. Mostly just the Calvinists. And they're actually right about that. It's called the depravity of the human heart. Now that's measuring... Um, mankind with God, like, uh, vertically, because in other contexts, and most of the time, God compares the righteous with the wicked. But see, the secret is so the reason that you are good is because God made you good. It says in Ephesians chapter 2, every good gift is prepared beforehand. By who? God. And he gives these gifts to you. That's how you acquire merit. God enables you to acquire, acquire merit so you can please him. This is why Augustine said that the only thing that we ever give to God is his gifts. Is that what Christians believe? No. They think they can do good works independent of God. Well, you could if you didn't have a depraved heart. That's going to be a bit of a problem. Paul taught in Romans 7 that you can't perform a single good action. Paul is saying, I can't do anything good. So why do you think that you can? You think you're greater than he is? He says, I long to do the good, but I can't perform it. Now, the Bible actually teaches elsewhere that you can't even do that. Long for the good? You can't even do that. But he's not talking about that. He's only talking about one thing. Can you do a good action to please God? The answer is no. If he couldn't do it, neither can you. So how are we going to get out of this mess? Well, that's why Jesus went to the cross. It's kind of complicated, isn't it? It's his righteousness, you see. That saves us. This is in a legal sense, like in the court of law, because we don't have anything to offer God. What we do offer God is what God gave us in the first place. That's what we call mm-hmm. good works, quote unquote. Okay, but ultimately that doesn't save us. Nevertheless, if you are elect, one of the remnant, you have to have good works. But that the good works come from God. We got confused along the way. Um, Somehow, because the Protestant reformers used to believe that. What happened? Well, devolution. You have a new influx of truth. Uh, come back 500 years later and see what happens to that. It, it gets uh, corrupted. It's always the same. You know, I fear for these people that are going to accept the RFID chip, Dave. Well, I think you're correlating the RFID chip with Mark of the Beach. That's a, whether a it is or it's not, it, it whether it is or it's not, this, 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 is, this is an actual news clip. Uh, implantable human chips. Supporters hail the technology as a medical marvel, but critics warn that the potential risks are real. 
Well, they talked about, for example, electrical hazards. This thing is by no means inert. The, w the way it works is it actually picks up and amplifies ambient electromagnetic energy from the reader devices. And if you have one of these things in your arm and you get within range of a, a powerful electromagnetic field, it can actually burn you. Oh, and by the way, it can kill you if you get out of line. A closer look at the who and the why behind this idea. Real news clip. All right, this next story may sound like something out of, uh, well, a Hollywood thriller. A Saudi inventor has created a killer microchip. It's designed to track terrorists and criminals and, well, you can think of somebody. Not only does it include a GPS device, it also has a lethal dose of cyanide, which can be activated at any time. You get my point? The inventor's bid for a patent has been rejected in Germany. Joining us now this morning to talk about it, Jake Ward, deputy editor of Popular Science. Okay, this is pretty macabre, pretty uh, sinister and nefarious. How exactly would this work? Well, there's a, a category of technology uh, that involves GPS tracking systems being shrunk down to the size where you could actually implant it surgically. And we've seen a number of applications for this. Um, this is without question the most sinister version of it that I've certainly heard of. Um, you know, and, and the notion of tracking criminals is not new, but the notion of killing them remotely, I think, is, is a whole new thing. Yeah, and Germany says, look, we're, we're not going to approve this That's because right. for that very purpose. And apparently, in some of the paperwork and applying for the patent, you know, you could track fugitives from justice, terrorists, illegal immigrants, criminals, political opponents, defectors, and Saudi Arabians who don't return home from pilgrimage. It's a, it's a little bit wild. I agree. I mean, the, the thing about, uh, uh, you know, this kind of patent is it, Germany has very tight laws about making sure that you, you're not registering something that really is just a, 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 a bad idea, a scary idea. And in this case, this guy obviously has some very strong feelings about what it would be used for, but it just seems a little outlandish. Yeah, well, terrorist groups might be interested. I'm sure they'd be happy to grant their own form of a patent sure. for that. Sure. Um, the bigger world, though, of GPS, talk to us about how it's being used to, for example, uh, track sex offenders. Sure. Uh, the Washington state legislature right now is considering uh, uh, the possibility of registering perhaps 100 sex offenders um, with a GPS chip that's implanted in their shoulder um, because they found that a few of them um, have uh, been wearing them on their uh, wrists and then have cut them off, which mm -hmm. just defeats the purpose. And so, uh, but the, the, the larger world of this technology is actually pretty happy stuff. I mean, um, there is new technology for tracking Alzheimer's patients, you know, who right, may, have may wander away. Right. Right. Sure. Um, tracking uh, uh, the the vital signs of professional athletes from the sideline. Um, you know, there's been a couple really? of cases in which you know football players have, have uh, collapsed of heat exhaustion. And yeah, and it goes on for like six minutes straight. So I don't need to go anymore. But of course, they you know they have their happy excuses for why it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's always you know? a good thing. You know what's how the media always pronounce tech technology as being something good? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll talk about you know technological breakdown or something like that. But that's about it. You know, it's always good. That, that's the big agenda is oh. to replace uh, religion with science, trusting in science. So technology. Oh, good point. Good like the self-driving cars that have been hitting, uh, you know, g crashing. You know. Self-driving oh, cars. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll admit that. 
Now, see, yeah. do you think that's happening more? They're never going to tell you the truth. So it's either happening more than they're telling you or it's happening less. Which do you think it's going to be? Uh-huh. I guarantee you that it's happening more than they're going to admit it. They're going to see what they're doing is say well, they're admitting that this has happened. That's because they're probably forced to because there's too many people that know now. So well, we're going to admit that something's a little wrong here. Just a little glitch in the system. We'll get corrected soon. Uh, if you if you get in a, in a smart car and trust them to drive you around, you don't value human life, and you definitely don't value your own. They can do whatever they want to. If they don't like you, if you're a person of interest, you're going off a cliff, buddy. So this is the value of being sufficiently conspiratorial and being sufficiently suspicious. If I was sufficiently uh, suspicious, I would be riding around in a state of anxiety. Unless I got some kind of revelation from God that I'm going to trust, which could happen. Let me tell you something. One time I was on top of a mountain and I camped up there. And it was kind of unique because I could see where I had parked the car. And there was this, this orb that was right above the car. And they were trying to freak me out, okay? And I have to go through this dangerous mountain path with this huge cliff. And it's kind of anxious-provoking uh-huh. anyway. I did not get in that car and drive back until I got assurance from God that I was going to be protected. But I didn't want to, and I got assurance from God. People say, how did that happen, Dave? Well, forget about that, okay? That's the only reason I got in that car and drove through that mountain pass, because they were trying to make me anxious. You know, Dave, we're going to do something in your car. Not only that, we're even going to show you that we have a high interest in your vehicle here. So you're going to be, even if we're not doing something, you're going to be paranoid about the tampering, aren't you, Dave? Do you really think your God's going to protect you over that mountain pass? Well, he did, didn't he? That's why I got in that car, all right? But uh, hmm. unless I have a reason to do so, I ain't going to drive around in no smart car. That's foolish. If you're a person of interest, if you're a target, I mean, people say, we're all created equal. Well, do you think the Illuminati is all interested in all this equally? I think he might be a little bit more interested in Channing, which explains why he had black helicopters over his house a couple times than the rest of the citizenry. I think he might be more interested that is true. Uh, it's oh yeah. You know, and, and they were circling. Uh, it was like uh, five, six of them, uh, it, it, it just circling the the house, and they were looking at me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making this up. They wanted you. They wanted to get low enough so that you wouldn't be confused. You know, are they really? Just really have to do with me? Oh yes, it does. We want you to be certain about that. We're very interested in you. You're an irritant. Uh, they want to get that message yeah. across. Okay. Yeah, well, it's kind of spooky or whatever, but you know what? That, here I am. You know, uh, you know, another day. Well, uh, like I say, how often do they ever show up at your door? Then you know, they fly over your house, just like what they did with Bella. I mean, she calls me up, and we're doing a podcast, and they're flying over her house. Okay, I call Illuminati over here. Uh, have they come to her? Have they come to her door yet? No. They come to mine? No. They come to yours? No. No. Uh, they come to your door. Knock, knock. Uh, <laughs> Hi, we're the men in black. <laughs> they haven't done that yet to anybody. Uh, there's a simple uh, probably reason because why. we haven't said anything that, you know, is like no, really classified. No, 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 no. There's a simple reason why. And I said before, the answer for every question is one word. The word God. 
God is the one, even if he doesn't cause something, he's the one that determines whether it's going to happen or not. Because even if it, um, he does absolutely nothing uh, to prevent it from happening, he still made a choice to do nothing. And so that required a movement of his will. And so therefore God willed it. So even the things that God does nothing, he still willed it because he chose to do nothing. So God's involved with everything. Christians don't believe that either, unless they believe in predestination. Well, we don't believe in that because God doesn't make robots. Therefore, predestination is not true. Even though it says uh, in a secular dictionary what the word predestination means, and the word predestination is right in your Bible. Well, God doesn't make robots. So, therefore, it's not true. Okay. That came from the Lumati too. You know, these, these little simplistic answers that people repeat without any critical thinking, those come from the think tanks. Yeah. Even ones, even ones that are found in the Bible, like God's not a respecter of persons. They keep repeating that over and over and over and over again. That's supposed to prove all kinds of wonderful things. They never even look at the context, by the way. Just re- I heard that somewhere. I like that. I'm going to repeat that. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm a it's another one, too. Fight, fight for liberty. Liberty was another uh, Roman deity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was just talking yeah. about that with, uh, today on Facebook with a girl. You know, the goddess victory and things like that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, we were talking about the, or I, I just mentioned, uh, like you and I said earlier, that this Arch of Baal was canceled in New York, but now they're going to build it, but they're going to call it the Arch of Victory. Triumph. You, get, or, you got yeah, Queen yeah. Victoria. And oh, this right. girl yeah, actually yeah. believes. This girl actually believes, and I do too, that there's a, a little girl in her classroom, um, whose name is like Victorious or something like that, and she's highly suspicious, and we think that she was sent. So if you can't handle that, that's okay. There's some very suspicious things going on out there in this classroom. Let me tell you, <laughs> very anomalous behavior, to say the least. <clears throat> Well, is there anything you want to say in closing? They like to put people around you. Okay? That's what they like to do. If you're a person of interest, yeah. In closing? Yeah. Uh, Love God God more than your Bible. Focus on him and focus on the Bible too, but focus on God more than the Bible. Yeah. Okay? I, 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 um... I, I see these stories of, of people have a pocket Bible and they get shot and, and it doesn't, uh, the bullet hits them and it doesn't pierce them through. Or the, uh, they had it in their car and the car started on fire and the Bible was uh, salvaged. Lady Antebellum, her tour bus started on fire and her Bible survived. Yeah, they always have those stories. And I'm not trying to say that they're fake or anything. Because they manufacture uh, fake stories that God did for simple-minded Christians. But, uh, yeah, I believe that you'll have like a, uh, you know, a tornado and you'll have a little uh, country church uh, that will survive. And these are people that fasted and prayed. And everything else in town is wiped out. Okay? I believe some of those stories are true. God is still working today. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> not doing the kind of things that he used to do. Do Satanists uh, do astral travel? Yes. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, there's two different okay, types of yeah. astral travel. There's there's intentional and there's non-intentional. People don't even make a distinction. You're talking about intentional astral travel. You can't use the Bible or anything else to prove that you do not your spirit does not travel when you uh, sleep at night. How are you going to do that? Can you? you prove know, I that? tried to tell somebody uh, that I that I, I uh, knew at Starbucks, uh, kind of sort of, and. Uh, I tried to tell him that Satanism isn't good. He said, "No, people just got it twisted. They don't. They don't understand. Satanism isn't bad. You know, it's it's not what people think it is. You know." It's well, like, it sounds like somebody's so been watching too many horror films, and they're a product of this culture, which is satanic. You know, this. I was just gonna say it right now. Bella has said this too. I think, but everything is satanic. Now, I say, okay, that's not true, Dave. I mean, now we know you're extremist. No, the reason that's true. Is because um, everything is tainted with Satanism. Even your prayers. You didn't think so. You say, Amen. Okay. Let's do a little research on that word there. Okay. And plus, you're speaking what? A weaponized language. Didn't I just say everything is tainted? So the least likely thing would be what? Your prayers, which are you know, offered to God with good intention. Well, look at the words you're using. I said tainted. Now, the products that we're using come from the machine. The machine is Satanism. They actually show you this in the classic German film, which created by a Satanist, by the way, Metropolis. They show you the system. That's what we're living in right now, and it's going to get worse. Even in the health food stores, they're gobbling these companies up. One after another, they buy them up, just like Disney bought Cascadian Farms up here where I live. Oh, organic food. How do you know they're not introducing uh, diabolical toxins that the, uh, in small doses that the FDA just looks the other way because they're Satanists too? All right. Meanwhile, right. they're spraying us with drugs, drugs from the air. Um, but this is not a satanic society. Well, actually, the aluminum that comes from the, Satan, the Satanists is virtually everywhere. Everything is covered with aluminum dust, including your hair. Dave, I just took a shower. Well, actually, there was aluminum dust in the water. So <laughs> you can't get away from this stuff. It's everywhere. It's in your lungs. It covers your skin, your clothes, everything in your house. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they, I have they, a they, vacuum. They, 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 vac- no, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a conspiracy with your vacuum as well. Most vacuums are designed to function the wrong way, to just take the dust and circulate it. You don't notice it. It's not noticeable. Do some research. Now, there's a way out of all this stuff. I'm not talking about avoiding it completely. I'm talking about making it better. You've got to pay money. And all these products are, guess what? They're not for Christians. They're for the lower-level Illuminati. That's why these companies are out there. In fact, when Illuminati allows a health food store, from their perspective, that's not for Christians. That's for the lower-level Illuminati so they can eat less toxic food. It's still toxic. It still has chemtrail gunk in all the food, right? Can you show me any uh-huh. food that doesn't have chemtrail gunk on it? So it's not organic mm-hmm. food. They say it's, well, there's organic. Hold it here. Do any of these companies that claim, you know, we have organic food, do they ever talk about chemtrail gunk? No. Well, that might be a problem. Okay. Now, the Illuminati, they don't eat that stuff. It's kind of funny because... Yeah. Um, Alex Jones, he actually said at some point, and he may not remember this because he has a compartmentalized mind, uh, okay, that, um, that the Illuminati 
have these uh, organic chefs that follow them around when they go on from here to there, you know, and uh, uh-huh. they actually use food that's grown indoors hydroponically. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. That's how they get around that little problem. They don't um, eat the toxic sludge, but they go out to restaurants, but they have technology. There's different types. There's alchemical technology. There's like um, Star Trek technology where you walk into a chamber, push the button, and um, it uses ions or nanotech to simply neutralize everything. But if you're higher up hierarchy, you don't have to step into anything. It constantly neutralizes the poisons on an ongoing basis. They have that ability. You're just changing the spin of the electrons and the molecular structure. It's not that big of a deal. This would explain why, yeah, they're allowing us to be sprayed. And they come up here sometimes, wander around. Now, I'm not talking about the supermen. Now, the supermen who rarely come to the surface, they don't die. God has to kill them. Um, they're the huh. ones that can, that can um, alchemically process any kind of toxin that's a threat to the body instantly. Just neutralize it. Just, it's just like bouncing right off. You know what I mean? It's nothing. But see, they uh-huh. don't give that technology to the lower level Illuminati. They give okay. them the, uh, the, gold, the golden carrot. They have to serve well and compete with other low-level managerial class in the hope that they can get a golden carrot, which has to do with life extension. And that's what you work, you work for. They, everything is highly competitive, you know. And they have different types of golden carrots, different kind of um, life extension plans. And they have to take you underground. They have to hide you because you're supposed to die of Alzheimer's like Ronald Reagan, right? Now, I'm not trying to say that he, he got life extension. We don't know, okay, but some people do. Why? Because they have the ability. It's no big deal. It's called uh, alchemical elixir. Okay? Hmm. Think they might have that? Well, of course they do. Of course they do. That's why you're never going to hear about it. That was interesting how you said some of them can live forever and he has to take them out. I'm like, uh, huh. Well, it's a qualified forever. And, you know, we use the, we throw out that word forever. I, I love you forever. We do that over and over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eternal love, right? Okay. Well, we don't really mean that, do we? Because you're going to die of old age, right? Okay, so it's a qualified forever, right? We throw around the words forever and, e- and eternal without qualifying them. <clears throat> do it all the time. <clears throat> so we're used to speaking that way, so that's the way I'm speaking. It, it sounds heartwarming, you know, forever. Yes, it you gives know. you the gentle fuzzies. Yeah. We could use that. It's a supremely negative society, so it's good to do that once in a while, but not too much. It's it's best to stay in contact with reality, which is kind of hard to do nowadays because they they put us in a fantasy world. That's where we live. It's called it's called entertainment. Yeah, you come home at night, you you check out, and then. You gravitate to the propaganda, and that's what you build your life around. And that's what you love. That's what you desire. That's what your life is centered around, propaganda. And we love it. Entertainment. No, we, and, then they, you, and then they think I'm crazy. You say, well, he's a radical conspiracy theorist. But, see, we're talking about conspiracy theorists who think I'm too radical. Well, you'll notice if I've done anything at all, I've shown that these people, they're barely thinking. 
they, they need to go a lot farther. And then you're going to realize it's going to get more complex, it's going to get more dark, it's going to become more evil. And that's the way it is, but only God sees all that. And, and none of us ever see how bad it is. It's always worse than you think. And God's the only one that sees how bad it really is. So what we're doing is we're just on different levels of awareness. I've been a full-time researcher since 1992. Now, if I continue to be you know, persistent and not just pat myself on the back like most people do and try to make a career out of it, I'm, I'm still researching. That's what I do. Okay? It's a time factor. Obviously, you're, you're going to discover new things unless I'm just being complacent. And I'm just entertaining myself. So which is it? In the ancient world, they knew one thing. It takes time. Time is the big factor. Oh, yeah, okay. they had That's a lot assuming. of time to get where they are now. Very tyrannical times we're living in right now. People believe they can do it in a few years, and that's what they want you to believe. And they want you to be satisfied, pat yourself on the back, and then make a career out of it, and then uh, go out there and promulgate their their propaganda for them. And stay stuck at that level. And Yo, don't pass Will, through William. The, the gate, the, don't pass through the gateway of humility, because if you do that, you're going to wake up and realize that, well, actually, I was wrong over and over again, and... Uh, I'm sorry, and I'm going to have to apologize because I wrote a book, I had seminars, I got a blog, and uh, actually I was just dispensing a lot of error. How often does that happen? Isn't it true that someone writes a book, they come on the same show 20 years later, and they're still defending everything in the book? Well, if you're reading about recipes for soup, it sounds so bad, although you may want to figure out that most soups are toxic, so maybe you shouldn't be eating this stuff. Okay, but I mean, if you're talking about philosophy, theology, conspiracies, no. You're going to be gradually waking up to what's really going on. And you'll probably be ashamed of that book. And that's why I've gone to God over and over to the years and asked him, do you want me to do this? And he says, no. I'm assuming the reason is because I still have too many things to learn, and uh, I'm going to make a fool out of myself. Now, I think this is wise. What do you think? Because most people don't. Get out there and make some money, Dave. Be somebody. Right? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be a good consumer, and that's all about you. Promoting yourself. Here's a quote from George Herbert Walker Bush. Sarah, if the American people ever found out what we have done, they would chase us down the street and lynch us. That is a famous 1992 <laughs> quote. Yeah. I wonder if he actually said that. But, uh, I'm not saying he did, but if he did, he had permission from his handler because that's too important there to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it depends if there was eyewitnesses and who were these eyewitnesses. You know, just because there's some eyewitnesses, it better not be a handful because he's usually surrounded by Illuminati. It needs to be um, a small crowd. Now, you know, they, they had a small crowd at the Aurora shooting, right? And I believe everybody in that small crowd in that Aurora shooting, but they were what about, all what about when Bush? What about when Bush Jr. said it'd be a heck of a lot easier to do this if I was a dictator? Remember that? Well, they're just mock. They're they're mocking um, our condition as of slaves and asserting their authority. And so what are you going to do about it? He probably got permission for that too. Now, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want people to think. I, I want let's 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 create a counterbalance for that. Okay, that's, that's a counterbalance. Okay, the fact is in the Book of James it says no man 
can control the tongue. And that includes mind-controlled slaves and the managerial class. They screw up, too. But let me tell you something. A lot of these bloopers that you see on YouTube, guess what? Those are intentional. Mm-hmm. You don't hear people talk about that. It's always a slip of the tongue. But let's, let's set aside the intentional bloopers, okay? They screw up, too. And guess what? They get in trouble. Yeah. They get punished. They... They hang them upside down, they whip them or whatever. They put them in the dungeon. You fool, you misspoke. No man, according to God, can prevent your tongue from erring, according to Scripture. You see that? So that means they're going to do it too, and sometimes they're going to get up there in front of a microphone and screw up. And what I'm saying also is that some of that time it's actually fake. It's intentional. Mm -hmm. They said exactly it was not a screw. It wasn't a blooper. They said it with absolute precision. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think most of the time, see, Satanists, they can't control their tongue either. And the easy uh-huh. way to prove that is, guess what? Reverse speech. You're going to have to disprove reverse speech because if reverse speech is true, every man speaks the truth in reverse. There's nothing you can do about it. There you go. And you know who so, did that? Uh, God. To prove that all men are so liars. So, so the Messiah said he's the uh, the the way, the truth, and the life. So does that mean anybody that believe that means anybody that believes in him has has life, right? Okay, we got problems with the word belief. Okay, in Scripture, both in the Hebrew and the Greek or Aramaic, depending on you think of the origin language. I'm not talking commonly, about a human kind all, of life. Commonly, but I'm not about always. Special. You gotta listen here. The biblical uh-huh. view of belief has to do with action. You just don't believe something. You have to follow it up with action. We've been psyoped into believing you know, profession of faith, profession of faith, and then actually pointing back to a born-again experience, okay, which I, I believe in that kind of stuff. It should be translated born from above. But actually in the Bible, it doesn't do that. Okay, it points to the future when it talks about salvation. It does point to the past. Two different times it has verb tenses that talk about being saved. But most of the time it talks about salvation in a future context. You got the verb well, tenses to prove it. We, we don't do that. We say, well, I was saved. You're looking back, right? So you're, the Bible yeah, is a, a, process, a process of salvation. I've got to close the showdown. Yeah. Uh, so sorry. Um, it was a pleasure having you on, as usual. And uh, I'd like to r- direct any listeners over to your Out of the Darkness into the Light talk show. And is there anything else you'd like to say, Dave? Goodbye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what else are you supposed to say? <laughs> you want me to point my finger in, in, in the air and preach? You said we got to go. Oh, life is good. Take care. See you around. Yeah, enjoy your sleep. Um, Make the best of it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> praise for praise God for it. As ultimately, it's all for a good purpose. It's all to glorify God. So that's what we're here for, is to suffer and glorify God. There you go. That's a good ending. That's what you're here for. Suffer and glorify God. Well, there's a good kind of slavery, right? Slavery to righteousness, right? And Paul talks about different types of slavery in different types of contexts. That would be true. 
Yeah. Uh, real quick, okay, you go to 144,000 in Revelation 7, and it should be translated bond slaves or bond servants. These are people that are totally sold out for God. They don't have any rights before God. They're slaves to God, and they're superior. Not everybody's equal in Christianity. Right? Hmm. We'll leave you with that thought. All right. You can see you can see in Revelation, uh, excuse me, Romans three one. It says, "What value is there then in being a Jew?" It says, "Much in every way." So, they had a, a tiered system in the first century. We don't have that. Everybody's equal in Christianity. Hmm. Good night, Channing. Good night. Take care. Mm-hmm. Somebody attacks us. Wouldn't you rather have Trump as president if we're attacked? Oh, we'll beat the shit out of them.